Rewind the Love, a podcast about the best era in reality television. Recapping shows like I Love New York, Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, and all the great celebrity. <laughs> Damn it. Ooh, yeah. yes. No, I'm, I'm well, keeping. Well, I was about to start laughing. I'm keeping this in because all the I. the great I, celeb reality shows that you all love. <laughs> I am Mike. I'm Sonia. I'm just really reveling in you fucking up the intro where that's usually my job. So <laughs> Yeah, for all the times we have to go back and re-record. <laughs> I'm keeping it real because I'm keeping it yeah. real. But luckily you didn't shave your head. <laughs> Licking my braces as we speak. Just kidding. Uh, anyway, <laughs> welcome everybody. Hopefully after this weird intro, this isn't your first time listening to us. Uh Welcome. Awkward pause. I know. Like now, uh, I'm making up for it by fucking up the intro. Right. So, uh, you can follow along with us by watching on Hulu or Tubi, recapping. You know, I love New York right now. Obviously, Mike, this is your rate. Wait, is it me that does rate, review, subscribe? Do I know Are how we, to do this? Unless own? it's changing okay. to me, because normally. It is you, but last week we had a little hiccup with it, which I guess I jumped in on. This is a disaster. Rate, review, where, subscribe. Tell, tell friends who go. don't suck. Five stars, please. Five Whew, stars. This is embarrassing. All right. Anyway, but you more did the importantly, Tubi thing. yeah. More importantly, so uh, we've got an incredible guest back for a repeat performance. Mm. He had us dying laughing last time. I'm so happy he's back. Huey DeMarco is here. Hi, Huey. Hey, Huey York is in the motherfucking house. Oh, yes. Spectacular. Hey. Oh, so <laughs> off and running. I'm so disappointed. I didn't think of that. I was going to be like, he left Lewis in the news at home. <laughs> but then also realizing Whack. Huey Lewis is the name. Wow. Like, there is no pause. There is no Clark. Just leave. Just just <laughs> let him. Just Lewis? let him flourish. Anyway. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. Anyway. Hello guys. Welcome back. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, what an honor! Thank you so much for joining us again. Don't do that. What an honor stuff. Man. It is. No, you you had us dying <laughs> laughing. I'm. You're bring. You're gonna bring a lot to this really weird episode. Um, um, but isn't the whole thing weird? Isn't it's yeah. I just whole, feel bad. I realized after a while, I was like, somebody being like, I'm a straight person, and being subjected to this much heterosexuality was a lot. Like, <laughs> and it's toxic as fuck. Oh, um, just the the overall premise of just her going on Flavor of Love two times and losing two times, not even winning one and breaking up with the nigga losing both times like he didn't pick her and then she gets her own show and in my mind she was the first woman to have a, a dating reality so i don't know if that's true i mean i don't know if the bachelorettes were happening at this point i honestly don't care like no when no. that actually mattered it was her um, right she's a trailblazer for women like black china uh bro black china's mom i'm sorry tokyo tony oh my um, gosh and crazy. her entertaining looking dating show on the Fuse app, which <laughs> isn't it I'm called Finding to... It's called Finding Love ASAP, right? It's not, it's something huh? ASAP. It's because of the like I, I guess get the fuck. Get the ASAP. fuck. 
I swear, I have in my notes at one point that I was like, Sister Patterson is in full Tokyo Tony, which you introduced us to the concept that <laughs> New York and Sister Patterson walked so Tokyo oh, Tony God. and Black China. Did I lie? Fly. Did I lie? Did I fucking lie? <laughs> oh my gosh. And it is more than come through. <laughs> and it's, I love that it like we're getting a reality show that's the reverse. What is the mama? Yeah, like it's, With, I mean, yeah. it's Tokyo. Yeah. It's, Who was ready to see some dicks uh, wiggling? <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> she I, said, I, this mess. The I thing dude, about that is, I feel like the, the censorship of I Love New York made it a little bit better. Um, and yeah. just like the the overall production, because you can't pay me to believe that that was as like that was like Mona Scott type realness. <laughs> it just it wasn't. I don't know. But it was so entertaining. You know what's funny about that is like if you were to describe that trailer to somebody, the fact that like basically I would get, I would say at the very least a Trump apologist is in the house is like the least weird thing that happens in that trailer it, yeah but it's just because they just did whatever the fuck they want to it was it's it, it's um it's going to be so ratchet and unput together <laughs> and and i know it's going to be sloppy but i'm going to watch it oh my god i'm not as soon as i saw a dude get choked out for trying to suck her toes i was like i'm in like this is my kind of program like, <laughs> I... that one guy looks like What's his name? Uncle Sai from Duck Dynasty. That's what that was the one that was like Trump's yeah. like cleaning up the streets or whatever the fuck he said. Yikes. And it did, for it to be old people acting like goddamn fools. That's that's somebody's those are a bunch of people's daddies on that television. And, and probably grandfather. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and somebody's grandmother. <laughs> yes. Yes. So oh my God. Will Oh, it's just I love when older people dig a hole for themselves. And it's just like you want to blame us for everything, but look where the fuck we got it from. Listen. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Oh. Anyway, that's I was gonna say. So that's our fun news. I do have a bit of like sort of housekeeping. I wanna like roll everybody into. So I've been trashing Onyx a lot, who went home last episode. Uh, I've been trashing him a lot, being like, he's fucking boring. He's He's got the personality of, like, a Ritz cracker. You know, not impressed in the slightest. And last week's guest, Riley, was like, no, he's so great. Well, she was saying he was hot. And she I'm like, crush on him. still not convinced. But I found him on Instagram. And, oh. like, he is, one, like, kind of flourishing, you know, doing some some web series like getting some stuff done but also he's like always posting political stuff that's really great one of his most recent posts is about toxic masculinity and about like what many people have the wrong interpretation of what toxic masculinity is it's not male bashing it's not anti-male it's this right here no one is too strong to ask for help or to reach out to help someone with genuine compassion and empathy hashtag world mental health day what a guy. I appreciate that. I appreciate I mean, that. granted, like, the fact that we have to say, like, wow, the, like, he's the best guy from the show for literally posting that, the bar is in hell. I just... The bar is in Hades. <laughs> what I respect about Onyx is that he was like, yeah, something about Sister Patterson ain't right. Like... Praise him! 
classic, <laughs> classic, classic shit television. Oh my gosh, a great GIF and meme. Can you imagine if if GIF and meme technology was around when this show was actually airing? I can't even imagine how this show would have. And like, oh, I think mess. that some of it. Like, in terms of meme ability, obviously, it holds up for that purpose. We wouldn't be talking about it otherwise. But, like, a lot of the comments and stuff that gets said, it's like these guys would have gotten ripped apart on the internet. Okay, with less social consciousness, like, the same amount of social consciousness, but the technology to make just gifs and memes and live tweet this shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's... I feel like it could only exist it could only exist in the time that it was which is that like they didn't think it would exist beyond this like so much of the fun of it is that these people don't realize like they think they're going to get actual careers out of this or be able to fade into obscurity and like some of them did get careers I mean Pumpkin's apparently an accountant now so after all the shit she's done Delicious is you know flourishing in ways Certainly, um, I mean, you know, Hoops had Shaq and she had her own little show. Yes, um, Real and Chance ended up having a show. There, uh, Chance is about Real to have Chance a new one. He is. Yes, uh, Last him. Chance no. at Love. They're casting did, it right now. I did see promo for that, and yeah. I am excited. He needs to have New York on there. It's like his Brigitte from season one you know what i mean like the one who comes in and gives them lie detectors oh oh i thought you meant brigitte was going to be on there oh no that would be (laughs) oh could you imagine i just want to know i just want to know if he's like mellowed out at all no i hope not no i just want to know same sentiments i hope he's still as old and crazy as he was when (laughs) this shit was airing so so some people have come up you know yeah um it it isn't necessarily my kind of you know preferred come up for myself right i don't think their preferred come up either (laughs) let's be honest for some of them you know that that might have been the level of success and attention that they wanted you know that's true who am i to judge i don't really know what their goals were necessarily but we'll see their goal was to just go into it and make the best out of it and some sank and some soared. <laughs> I think that's Such a good. Tiffany Pollard. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, she's the epitome of soaring. <laughs> like, I fly above all the haters. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, Candy Burris, what an icon. Oh my goodness. So I guess that's a good segue into the actual episode itself. We get some. We get some ambitions relayed in this episode, right? Some people, yeah, and this episode was the top seven, and seven is actually my favorite number. Oh, so look how oh. that just melded and meshed. Oh, how fun! And oh, good. Seven yeah. people left. That was what he was yeah. saying. That there's seven people left. It's not episode. Oh, I thought seven. he said top seven. I'm thinking like, I don't know why. I in my head, I was like, <laughs> oh, like it's ranked in the top seven of like reality show episodes of all time. No, or something. No. I am way off. Just uh, let's let's get teed up. I'm like Michael Jordan swinging when I'm told not to. <laughs> what? It was kids. Space Jam. 
Oh, the baseball? The baseball yeah. part of space? Slider, don't oh. swing. I told you not to swing. I couldn't help it. Anyway. I respect you so much for being able to quote a space jam. I really <laughs> do. Oh, it's the whole, then he goes back to the dugout. I was going to say the only line I could it ever do is, he's fixing a divot. That one's great, all too. I, That's... All I remember is spit shine and don't call me dog. Oh, <laughs> and of course, uh, the one I say all the time, it's like, you're not Charles Barkley. You're a wannabe. <laughs> Be gone, wannabe. Be gone. Be gone. <laughs> All right. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh, my God. Shout out to Riley, last my week's mom. guest again, who said she's never seen it. And I was like trying to decide if it's worth seeing as an adult. Yes. And yes. I, for the first time, like rewatching as an adult. Yeah, I'll absolutely <laughs> fucking do that. But like watching for the first time as an adult if i had yeah, a kid with low expectations exactly if i had a kid who is like hey what's this movie and i've never seen it and i watched it with the kid i'd be like you know what but showing it, it to a kid is a different experience but it's because it's michael jordan but it's different as like an adult who like sat down and chose to watch the movie by yourself you know what i, I mean know. i don't know can we just so y'all don't be watching new kids movies see I do, but uh, but the thing Inside is, I'm watching Out the good really ones. Good. I'm watching like the the ones that are like critically acclaimed. I'm not just and going Space to watch Jam's like not. the abominable Snowman movie that came out. Zendaya's Michi, like I'm not fucking watching that shit. Why you're not going to support her? I do support Zendaya and all the things, but just I don't know. Can we can we start talking about the episode now? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's jump into it. So we we are on episode five of season one, titled. Who's got game? Who? 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 There's my wrestling reference. There we go. They they really the they really missed one with naming this episode. Why? What did um, you Yeah, what would mind? you title it? It should have been White Man Can't Jump. Oh. <laughs> well. Correct. Except he can. Mr. The irony. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Mike was watching it Ends earlier it today mark. and he turns to me and he goes, "Isn't it kind of weird that the white guy won?" And I'm like, Yes, I guess. <laughs> or it could have been white men can't jump, but white boys can, because white boys are the one that actually won. Ooh, white boys can jump. Fuck. Wow. That's okay. Fine. That's gonna be the title oh. of this episode then. So there you go. Make a note. Perfect. Well, I mean, I, my note is now oh, recorded true. in the podcast. And yeah, you'll listen. Back. So it's the morning. This they is really a great start. You want you want to tee it up? This is oh, it. well, just as usual, it is the guys waking up, but this time it's really following 12-pack who goes into one of the bedrooms while brushing his teeth, sees Mr. Boston, and says, hey, let's go hit some weights. Basically, the motivation for this just turns into, like, a series of clips of the hazing Mr. Boston has experienced to date. Uh, and I feel bad for him. I did. I did. I, watching this as an adult, again... Just like with Flavor of Love, watching this as an adult, it's just like, number one, this shit wasn't fun. Like, this was traumatic. Oh, yeah. Um, They held that man down and tried to. It was hilarious as a kid. Oh, well, yeah. As an adult, whoa, this this is actually bad. (laughs) I want to know if, like, actual adults found that as disturbing as, like, we do now. If it's, like, social consciousness or an adult, being an adult or a mix of the two. (laughs) Yeah. It's probably a mix, but this is like, oh my gosh! And then the just the the goofiness of it all, and the the production of it all. Yeah, they it's like, just like whoa. They spent a lot on effects. 
I noticed. It's a lot. Like, and, and way more than they should have. They should have spent more on her wig because it was horrible. <laughs> um, they also needed to leave the house more. Like, I feel like they're just sitting around all the time. And so many of the dates revolve yes. around the house and stuff. I'm pretty sure they was paying a hefty amount for that house. That is, so they I, said, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna the use most. the shit out of it. <laughs> we're gonna fucking Listen, make our get our money's worth. That's why I like to be home because I'm paying for rent and I want my money's worth. <laughs> and while everyone loves New York, Flav kind of had that rep going into season two and things where it's like oh let's go to all these places and do stuff with new york it's like they were going like yeah we're taking someone who was a contestant that obviously like everyone is a big fan of but we're gonna see how successful it is and then once it like blew up like that's why i'm also excited to get to season two because i feel like there's going to be some more stuff where maybe they go out on dates or do things out hopefully in public i don't know i don't remember i don't remember season two almost at all that's what's good though with the exception of like the contestants Taylor made one that was one with Midget Mac yes well Buddha <gasps> oh my god she was afraid of oh my god that's gonna be so problematic to cover I'm we can uh, skip it no we can it's it's Sister Patterson running away from somebody with dwarfism true like there's no way to the not first, talk about they it they named him Midget I'm sorry I'm not in that season or that. Episode. I know it just it's. I'm just. I'm never gonna be ready. But then Punk, you know, David Otonga, Mr. X, oh, Mr. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Um, yeah. The, there's a, and then there's a twenty pack, right? Am I making that up? Was I, there? I have no idea. I swear to God, I'm pretty sure there was a twenty pack, and there was Frank the Entertainer. I I feel like I remember oh, the, the contestants so clearly, but I don't. And and it right? That's his fucking name. It. Does he look like he's a like the, yes. he's the chance of this season, but even it's like if you melded Chance and Pootie together, <laughs> wow, that's it. That's and then the unstable. one with the dog. No, that was this season. Who that was this season? Yeah, romance. Romance doesn't have a dog. You're right. Oh, with the dog, right. yeah. Oh, the dog. I think yeah. it said doll. I was like, someone is a doll. So Mr. Boston is being trained by Twelve Pack. And, like, they're doing this – I don't know why they got this, like, low-budget – like, it's like they got a an audio blocks pack of, like, popular movie-adjacent th- themes. Because last week we got, like, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and this week we're getting uh, Rocky. And it is whack. It's the Boston version of Rocky. It's whack. Uh, I do enjoy his Big Poppy is My Daddy shirt. The shirt is fantastic. That was funny. Uh, and he's, like, trying so hard. And, you know, he's he, basically he's like, like, I'm a gazelle and they're all lions. Right. I don't know. Did you attempt to do like that. an impression at the beginning of that and then fade away? Kind of. Kind of. Because you did the, like, I'm a gazelle <laughs> like you were trying to do. It. Meh, see? I know. I'm a gazelle. <laughs> see, they're lions. That's what it turns into. Imagine him doing a line from Rocky, though. Like, he's the Boston affiliate. Or affiliate uh, I don't know what lines from Rocky. I've seen it, like, they, one. They didn't, they didn't have the budget for all that clearance. Right. No, of course. It's like Sylvester Stallone. It's like, we had Brigitte on the show, but they're not friends right now. I remember hearing in that episode of the Snapback to Reality where they talk about uh, Brigitte and, like, Sylvester Stallone's like, I forget that I'm married to her, was married yeah. to her at one point a lot. That was a quote from him. Oh yikes, that's unfortunate. Uh Tackling. But I'm I was confused as to what this um workout session was supposed to do. Um 
because one day of working out isn't going to save you for the next what week that you yeah you know, be in this house <laughs> yeah i'm not really clear on what, so the what goal was the goal was. <laughs> i think it was just basically to put like the two most opposite people together for i think something to do and if any- yeah if anything, you're going to be more sore and less likely to be able to defend yourself. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm just sitting there like, uh, this don't make no sense. But as a kid, it did. Yeah, no, but it's like, I'm you know, like, he's totally uh, going to beat them. It's. You know, when it comes to time management, I'm starting to get much more frugal. And I'm really starting to ask myself, what is the purpose of this? <laughs> so when I see people not doing that, I'm just like, this is irresponsible. You're applying so much logic to this that to, it, that it does not deserve. It, exactly. That's why watching it as an adult and re re reliving this stuff, it's just like wow. Like I turned out okay. Yeah. I don't care what nobody said. Right. <laughs> no, that is like the joy of these shows where you really can look at it and be like, I've made better choices than this, or when I had, <laughs> or when I've made similar choices, at least they weren't on television. Yeah, or I ain't never done nothing this bad. Right. Like, <laughs> that's the key made better choices than drinking a gallon of orange juice while training i don't know if he i, I don't know if it was actually full no. of orange juice that would be weird it's got to be water it was random and like he was like running with it was water yeah i would hope it was water 12 pack then says uh when i train someone i want them to look just like me but training mr boston is hard because it's like training my freaking sister. The first of several misogynistic things he says over the course of the episode. Uh, this is this starts off misogynistic. Yeah, no, like <laughs> it really sets the tone for how he goes about the rest of the episode. Yeah. Walking uncomfortable stereotype. Chamo comes in in his 70s, 80s workout finest, uh, carrying the New York note on a stack of what end up being folded uniforms. Mm-hmm. I kind of want one now. I know. Actually, I would love that. If they sold that on, like, the VH1 website, I would totally pick it up. As long as you're not charging, like, Ivy Park prices, I'm there. Uh-huh. Okay. Side note. Did you guys watch Making the Band? A little bit, but I don't really remember it super well. Oh. Did you ever see, like, the Den Mother, the episodes when they had the, the house mother? Yes. The Den mother? Yes, yes. That's what Chamo's presence reminds me of. I guess, but he doesn't really serve a purpose other than, like... Being a token gay. <laughs> yes, but also, like, literally bringing them the note and then, like, cheering them on during whatever... Comp- like, or, like, like mildly organizing the competition. Like, he doesn't really... I wish they had given him more to do. But, I mean, it was, like, Big Rick. I wish they had given... I definitely wish they had given Big Rick more to do. Wish he had his own show. Yeah. But yeah. Big Rick had presence. He did, like... I love I yeah. love him so much. I hope he's doing amazing. I mean, I hope Chama's doing. I mean, whatever. I don't know the actor's real name. I apologize, but <laughs> the actor on the reality that show. man. I hope <laughs> that man is doing great. The he character. seems like he's doing great. He's like he posts on Instagram a lot. And he's a lot of fun. Oh. Uh, Tango, I Tango. All I could think during everything Tango said this episode and probably from here on out is there was a tweet a while ago of like. This like super hot dude in a grocery store making corny jokes and somebody retweeted like quote tweeted it and was like this is why I like my dudes medium ugly so I don't have to deal with shit like this. And that is exactly how I feel about Tango. He's somebody who's been good looking probably his whole life and hasn't really had the space to develop a personality but just like says the right things. 
I don't know if this is yeah. making sense. I do. It 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 it's like borderline manipulative, but not as evil. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. That is exactly why it bothered me, but like I couldn't really I, I'm not really that bothered by it because it still comes across as sincere, but like there's no way you're being sincere because you're being so over the top about it. But you talk a good game. Yeah. So yeah. he says, there's only seven of us left, and it doesn't get more extreme in a situation than right now. And you I know what I think of? When I, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go I'm ahead. Sorry. I just want to yell I'm... about the fact that it's like, it is going to get more extreme. It's called a competition. There's going to be mm-hmm. fewer and fewer of you, you fucking idiot. Listen. Sorry, keep going. But when I, I, the first thing that comes to my mind whenever he gets on the screen, it's a little song I learned when I was growing up. It goes, hey, it's Franklin. <laughs> Over the <laughs> he does look like a he does look like a turtle a little bit. Why do I feel like that uh, came up at some point in the show, right? It probably did because he looks like a snapper. Just I forgot. Like a turtle, turtle, or turtle, turtle. Um, a little of both, like baby turtles in general. There might but not like, turtle enough for your turtle party. Tur- <laughs> turtle, 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 turtle. Uh, <laughs> talk about his shit movie. Yeah, that's oof. Yikes! Right? Uh, did they ever do that on? Uh, Probably, uh, why did this get made or how did this get made? Whatever it's called, right? Did they ever do Master of made. Disguise? I don't think so. They had to have. We'll go back in the archives. Uh, and the check. song was a bob. Well, because they don't have the song is a bob. Because they don't have everything listed. Because <laughs> uh, which we call it. It's behind a paywall, probably. Yes. Anyway, uh, so while he's doing, I would notice too. I don't know if either of you, in particular, more Huey, noticed that like while he's doing this voiceover and like Chamo's, you know, giving them the note and whatever, like Tango and Mister Boston are laughing in a way that kind of feels like oh, like this gate i don't know it felt like homophobic giggling oh i i i'm the 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 homophobia in this program was it was there just throughout yeah um it wasn't as you know blatant and 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 direct but um it 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 starts i i yeah and it, <laughs> it wasn't shocking to me it was no like, oh, certainly okay. not so the note and especially for that time period too oh like, yeah 100 percent. oh my god <laughs> just nightmares all across the board uh so tango reads the note he said it says uh she calls them sexy ballers blah 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 all stars see who's got game put the uniforms on and you know meet meet her at the courts in an hour mm-hmm. Obviously, they're all confused about what the courts refer to, and they pass out the jerseys. I hope that they get they got to keep them, and they better have. Chance (laughs) notices that they're all the same color, which means you know that they're potentially all on the same team. He obviously uses this as an excuse to remind us that he hates Mr. Boston and that the last time they were on a team together that they lost horribly. (laughs) This sets up a line that like. Should be iconic line of the week, but I don't count it because it's technically from last week's episode. Like, it's Mr. Boston doing nothing during the doghouse challenge and Chance going, you have a loser personality. I hope your father sees how much of a sorry motherfucker you are. I wish I was doing it justice. It was, it's in Chance speak. It's so fucking funny. And honestly, I need to start saying to more people, you have a loser personality. <laughs> See what, a, what did I say? A failure he produced. 
Yeah. No, he just, I I love too that like really like he just kept going like your father would be disappointed. Your father should be disappointed in you is like, and that's his (laughs) go-to insult for him. Incredible. His mind. Oh, (laughs) the mess. That always cracks me up because number one, just the, the chance versus Boston in general was hilarious. Oh yeah. Um, and then just, you have a loser life. Just damn. <laughs> that was a cut. I know. <laughs> you wouldn't expect him to have like a good, I don't know, like something about bringing parents into it just really seals the deal. And the the alliteration of loser life. Is uh, no, like, I think he it, said loser personality. A oh, loser personality. E- damn. Either way. What if I get loser life from? I don't know, I but know. it's good. You're a loser. Maybe I just thought loser life because it just sounds crueler. Right. <laughs> A loser with a skinny wiener. What's that from? Heavyweights. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Best goddamn summer of your life. <laughs> I do. I do love as much as I sounded over it. I promise I do love heavyweights. You dog in a pet. So they Never pull up. Put Twinkies on your pizza. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> the two of you. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just like. I'm just gonna clock out. <laughs> Y'all get take over from here. I hope they remake it. Or not remake it. I hope they make like a future sequel where like Keenan Thompson's like the dad of a fat kid, or like he's running the camp. Him and Jerry. That would be interesting. Actually, well, it Jerry's would. in jail, right? He's oh, he drug, might be. He's a he was a drug guy. He had like a drug issue. One of the best lines. Oh, Does is that bring Ben Stiller back? That's true. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like whatever <laughs> it takes to bring him back. You going to fat camps? <laughs> no. Why do you ask that? Cause you're fat. Is that your dad? No, why do you ask that? Because he's fat too. He's fat. Like that's one of the greatest. Uh, that's and I wonder how that will fare in today's uh, social consciousness. Do fat camps still exist? I don't probably. Know. That's true. They'll never go away. That's true. They're probably like disguised as like health camp or something mm, like that. Yeah, but we know what it is at the end. Of the <laughs> right. So they pull up to the famous Venice Beach basketball courts. Oddly enough, the setting of White Men Can't Jump. Huh. So that, I tell you. I know, right? And Is that where the final <laughs> game's played? Yeah. Wow. And apparently American History X, which I haven't seen in forever. Mm. Yes. But I, basically a lot of stuff has been filmed there over the time. Uh, fucking scout leader ass Tango over here is trying to get everyone to like run drills i don't know like who died and made him fucking like like hall monitor i I swear to god i like the scout leader thing you threw in there no like i don't (laughs) understand like all time like every week i'm gonna try to find a different like like what's what's it what was randall on recess what was his job didn't he have a job yeah Yeah, but like didn't he have like a title i I thought he had like a like a job (laughs) anyway So he's, for some reason, making everybody run drills. At, at the beginning, I was originally like, I don't care about this. Like, I don't see why. But then it's, it's a bit of shady editing that comes back to bite him. Oh, yes. So Mr. Boston is obviously concerned because it's another team. He's not saying this. I'm saying this. He's, it's another team he won't be contributing to. It's fucking useless. Mm-hmm. So New York and Chamo arrive. Now, I spent a lot of this episode very resentful of New York, but... 
in a loving way. It's that she <laughs> is wearing so many outfits that I wanted to be able to pull off during this time and couldn't <laughs> just because of the way I, I just have like a high waist and like thin. I don't really have a lot of hips. So her figure is perfect in these outfits. And like the way my body is set up, I was never able to like tie a basketball jersey back like that and like have it work. <laughs> And she's got, like, the fitted cap, like, off to the side. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. Like, in, like, 16-year-old, well, I guess 18-year-old me at this point is, like, raging. Um, so. It went out of style quick, though. It so. did. I It did. Well, it's probably going to come back. New York says oh God, please. New York says she loves an athletic man and she wants them to get them on the court so they can glisten and their bodies will get all dewy and moist and hot for her. I am really appreciating like her unabashed sexuality. Oh yes, she yes, I she learned something from nibbles. <laughs> right? Like she's she picked a few things up. She was like I'm going to be you but like the the version that showers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like she's like I'm gonna I'm gonna be exactly the same but better. Uh, Minus the pole in the camera, right? Exactly. Although she did have a sex tape leak, allegedly. I tried to watch it and it doesn't really look like her, but oh, it's blurry, Jesus. so you can't really tell. Mm. Was he proper? <laughs> <laughs> no, stop it! <laughs> I rebuke it. And what's funny now is because ever since you started doing that from the last episode, now every time somebody brings it up, I only ever hear it in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) So they are uh, a bit of a crowd has formed and, you know, she's telling them that they she is telling them, you know, that they'll be playing a game today. And, you know, she brought someone to help them out, which is Tamara Moore from the L.A. Sparks. She comes out of like the the bleachers, like takes off her hoodie, and she's in like a Sparks jersey. I can't believe how much they got, like brand wise, were allowed to show on this show because they show oh, Newports, yeah. they show Parliaments, they show <laughs> Pepsi. The WNBA is probably trying to get as much advertising as it that can. is true. But Pepsi, I'm still not over the unblurred Pepsi from last week. They, might, have, they might just have a deal with VH1 at the time. Didn't yeah, they air a ton of commercials for them? Thing. I mean, this is like the, this is the probably Britney. the right the tail end of the Britney. Remember that? I do you remember that commercial as like a straight man? It was Britney, Pink, and Beyonce, right? Yes, in the stage in the in, yes. in as gladiators. We will, we will rock you. Yes, I don't think oh, so. Classic. Oh, oh, classic iconic! Shit. A moment. Back when she still did stuff like that. God damn. I know. Mm-hmm. I miss who? Britney or Pink? Pink's still Beyonce. only doing aerials now. So <laughs> I'm just talking about Beyonce. She's just like. I know. When she was so much more accessible. Oh, I love yeah, her. Yeah. But now she's like, oh, I don't have to be. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to collect this, these Disney checks, among other things. <laughs> yeah. So. That's it. New York, in um, bringing about uh, my sort of feminism is saying that she called Tamara out to uh, check the dude's egos a little bit, which I enjoyed. Uh, A lot of these dudes then use that as an excuse to be misogynistic even further, but at the very least, it was so fun to watch a woman just absolutely destroy them. It was, and I wonder what those lunch vouchers were hitting on for the people that they collected. Like, they, they didn't 
pay them, I'm sure. They yeah. But what what was given? What was the incentive? <laughs> like, I don't know. Beyond TV. Was it like a movie ticket? Like, they had to have given them something, but I, don't... I doubt it was cash. <laughs> no. No, they're definitely not giving them fucking money. <laughs> absolutely not. So they have to go one-on-one with Tamara. If they make a shot before she does, they're safe, and they go to the winner's circle, and they get another chance to work towards a solo date. But if they lose, they have to hit the bench. The way she said, like, she, the loser's bit, like. It is not anywhere near that serious. <laughs> like, you know, it, girl, it like, calm down. But, like, the fact that she did it and it, like, she solidified that that's what it was, I'm pretty sure if you got sent to it, that was an ego crush. Like, well, especially because, like, a woman, a woman fucking sent you there. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 100%. The amazingness of it. Like, the. I mean, I, I loved minds. every second of this. You played like ball subtle like a stuff. girl. <laughs> I know, baseball, but still. I know. It, it was really a, a ball buster. This one was, like, literally. literally. Ego, you had, you you probably lost it. But I mean, they all said something. Uh, several of them said something about it. It's so. like the people out there that go, like, oh, like, I could probably, like, hit a shot back on Serena. It's like, she's not to the level of basketball that Serena is tennis, but still, she's a professional basketball uh, player. Mm. She would destroy the majority of people. She's literally considered one of the greatest athletes period yeah. of all well, no time. i mean in this like even oh, tomorrow, like even tomorrow though she's not like the serena of women's basketball if you go against an average joe off the street she's good which most of them, them are and i like i almost feel like she let some of them because sc- she let people go for shots and layups it was just that i they think made the them. only one that actually put up a good fight Boston. was white boy I mean, he has a shot, clearly. Like, White Boy actually was pretty talented. He just stands there and he's like, The rest of them were trash. So, we'll we'll get into it. Yeah, no, go ahead. Do you ever think that some of these winners are, like, pre-selected? Yes. Probably. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely producer intervention plays a part in it. And New York's yeah. intervention. Like, I feel like she had a lot more autonomy than probably Flav did, just because Flav can't be trusted to make decisions. No. So, I, I I feel like she probably had a say in this, in all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because, I don't know. It, it, it was interesting. I mean, a I... A lot of these dates are really interesting, and, and how they end up falling. Again, watching it as an adult, it's like, oh. I think too. It's. I figure that like there was a good chance that she could have just smoked all of them, and then what would they have done then? Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. You know. So I like I said, White Boy was the only one I like actually thought had a chance. Uh, I'm kind of surprised. Well, we'll get into it. So Chance talks about how he's an incredible basketball player and has a bunch of trophies at home because that's all you do in the hood is ball. <laughs> I mean, those are like two kind of contradicting messages now. Plays basketball versus horses. It's got to be tough. <laughs> He's exactly. literally playing horse. <laughs> playing literal horse. So, oddly enough, oh, Chance. Just a multitask. <laughs> Chance is the first one up. Uh, he tried. I told Mike to take a lot of these notes because I'm not a good basketball explainer, sports explainer. Well, well there's not really too much with it. It's really just. 
I, all I wrote was that Chance talks mad crap and she scores on him and he loses. And so, I feel like it, this all just sums up who they are as people. Like, their performance kind of sums up who they are as people. Yeah. I mean, 12-pack kind of <laughs> goes to the excuse because he loses next. Well, he doesn't look like he'd be He's good like, at basketball. 12-pack in basketball just Not at all. Miss. Well, we also, it's also worth noting that Chance said it sucks getting beat by a girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not just a girl, though. She's like That's a, a grown taxes paying woman. <laughs> that, that part. But also, she is a professional. This is her job. Pace. Of course. Somebody chose her to be on the she team. Plays on she plays on a team. And plus, like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know women's basketball that well. But I would assume if you're a major city franchise, like if you're like a big city franchise well, like L.A., it's got to be pretty decent. Right? She played for a different team, I think, every year she was a professional. That okay. year Somebody she was wanted her. Right, yes. but the thing is, she's she she was booked <laughs> well, and busy during this time. Because I have, well, uh, for college, she went to Wisconsin, where she set the record for both steals and assists for the school, and she was Word. she was selected 15th overall in the 2002 draft. So that's, that's good. not bad, yeah. yeah. No, 15th is good. That's not bad. I would have no issues losing to that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what, That's I expected this. Welp. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. A good I, game, sis. Right. <laughs> At least I got a shot. Right. Like, thank you for thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> I definitely learned a few things. Um, I'm going to go now. Yeah. Uh. So twelve pack. Uh. She shits on his dribbling, which I thought was pretty funny. And then he like does this thing where he throws it kind of far away, and then but she like is faster than him because he smokes and probably does steroids. So like, I can't imagine throw. that that's like a good. <laughs> combination I doubt it it. for speed he doesn't look like somebody that's doing a lot of cardio like a lot of running exactly just a lot more like lifting seems his speed all lifting so and he looks like he might skip leg day a bit right I mean especially the way he (laughs) drew himself he looks like he skips leg day quite a bit too busy robot dancing while drunk everybody (laughs) Uh, up next is real this was like really weird. He was like, because he knew he was going to do bad, I guess, because he's short and doesn't look especially mm-hmm. athletic and just, I guess, is used to just not being anybody's first choice in life. He, Aww. I know, RIP, I'm so sorry. Get your colon checked, everybody. Uh, So he starts like pulling on her in like her clothes and shit and like her butt. Like, I don't, it was gross. But I, I but it's a woman. They were playing real yo equality. He's trying to play basketball. <laughs> this is not what we mean. Yo, she. This threw, is not the part. Like this yo, is the equivalent of it's like oh well if if women want to be equal, no, why can't I hit a go woman? Go back and watch. She was throwing that shoulder into him like oh you want to play some close defense? I got you, bitch, and just went like wham wham and scored. I don't think pulling on clothes is appropriate. It's just pulling on clothes. People have done it when you play well, street ball. He probably didn't know how to play well in general. Oh, also yeah. True. 100%. He's trying to make like it look me. like he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same. I was going to say, I felt very connected to uh, Mr. Boston during this scene. <laughs> That's my athletic ability. So up next is White Boy. And I thought he looked the best out of everybody. He did. He, yeah. he, like, was the only one that I think actually put up a decent fight. He takes pretty good. He does, like, a three-point shot, right? Three-point uh, range? No, he does that later. 
Oh, that's no. I had I. This one he just said it's a jumper, I believe. Like he gets a little closer and then just posts up. I just love the New York screaming. I knew your ass had game. <laughs> her commentary the whole time was hilarious. By the way, just her yes. presence and great trash television. I mean, like though, but like, think about it. It's got to be such a huge ego boost, especially being that age. Like having a group of men just clamoring yeah. for you. Like, listen, you wouldn't be able to tell me shit. Not a damn. Like, I would be like, I am the most desirable woman on earth. I know that my lot is uh, not exactly shining stars, but it's more principal. But I look fabulous. Right. I feel fabulous. <laughs> Just right. She's snatched every week. Thank God they've got somebody doing her makeup. Well, you know, her outfits are cute for the time. Her body is out of control. She's in there. She she's also in her prime. seems a little loopy in her confessionals. Mm. I think I'm curious if that is like. I kind of take that, but I might be naive. I kind of take that as her being like, this is my shit. You know, I can be silly and stupid if I want to. I don't have to be that competitive character anymore. Like, I, this, this is, is probably me. feels more in line with who she is as a person. Now, that said, she she does like to partake in various drugs and alcohols. So we don't know how much of this is sober, Tiffany. You think doing alcohol is cool? <laughs> is that your office, I, right? Yes. I think she has some drink. I, I do. Either that or she just was ready to go to sleep. But it just came off. Well, that's like, she does lean into looking like Janice <laughs> on multiple occasions. Just it. your eyes are not open at all. Just somebody <laughs> just l- little taps. Um, uh, I just I thought it was interesting too that he says in his talking head white boy that he's like oh I whatever he that he pulled a Michael Jordan more or less and that a couple episodes ago he's like if I could be anybody it would be Michael Jordan. Yeah. Cl- yeah, consistency. They yeah. want that character well. Just well, I mean, so. also this is like the late two thousands when like people were still checking for Michael Jordan like that. Yeah, we weren't too far removed from his. Era, no, this so. is like I don't even know if LeBron. He was like just still in high school. No, no, no he was. What? what this is oh six. LeBron was a pro for several years. Oh six. When was he drafted? Oh three. Doesn't matter. Either way, he was. He was. He wasn't what he is now. And you know, he was expected. People didn't to really be the know about the whole thing. like fuck them kids. Well, shit. there was more where everyone started yelling Kobe when they threw up a shot. That's true. But this is after the rape trial, right? I I'm pretty so. sure. Either way. This is not. This is not our. Yeah, we're wheelhouse. taking a weird turn. So, three. Cha- uh, Tango <laughs> is up next. Uh, I just love that New York fully leaning into just this being her show. That she's got a cigarette in one hand. No, she's got a cigarette and a Red Bull in the same hand. <laughs> There's a lot of Red Bull this episode. I noticed, but that—that that, that is not what these people need. <laughs> oh, I know her insides look like trash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh. It's a miracle she like still looks as good as she does. So he's taking a sweet time dribbling and attempts a jump shot and misses. And then it turns into a whole fucking production. I'm as much as I'm like, yes, I like I do 
have a crush on Tango, whatever, because I'm weak. I'm with White Boy being like, oh, please, he's fucking injured again. (laughs) (laughs) I love White Boy's shadiness. He's so shady. And we don't find out what it ends up actually being. Yeah, they don't tell us. Because, well, also he, like, describes it. He first describes it as a click. Then he describes it as a pop and then says it feels like it's tearing. So it's like, which is it? All of the above. Like, well, <laughs> what is the truth? Because, like, if you pop it out, like, if you dislocate it, there's a chance it, of it, it, tear. No. It's like when I dislocated my is, finger. He didn't dislocate it. I because partially tore my ligament. I don't think he dislocated it because they'd be able to pop it yeah. back in. Oh, like, we would have seen a, it. And his arm, the way his arm was hanging, it didn't look dislocated. No, that looked like he just felt some pain, so he's holding his arm down. He's such a, he's no, such if a it, stunt queen. if that pops out, you see it. I've seen it. It's crazy. It's gross. So I thought it was interesting that Chance, like, you know, so Tango's trying to walk it off, which is, like, counterintuitive because it's his shoulder. Exactly. And Chance is yelling at him, don't let New York see that side of you, as if she's not in earshot, by the way. (laughs) Listen, as if this is not on camera. Right. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. So I I also thought that was obviously like toxic masculinity. Like I'm I'm saying it like that mm. as somebody who fully obviously believes in that it exists. Don't but like just kind much. of being like, you know, really like Here we go with this shit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and then oh, Tango Tango being the fucking goofball that he is is like I don't want to have to leave the competition, but there's a strong possibility. Sir, you you pulled something in your shoulder. You don't have to go anywhere to the hospital. To, to the emergency room. Right, just to urgent care. Like, that's it. You're not even worth an emergency room trip, probably, to be honest. Is there not a medical in sight? I'm confused. That's what I wanted to know. Where was the Where was the medic? He went to someone. You see it when he's, like, kind of running past the bench of people. Someone goes up to him and kind of, like, starts grabbing his arm, but they don't let the camera follow. Mm. Little things you got to peek. So he decides to keep playing and is being very dramatic about it. And Tamara does give him the option. She's like, do you want to sit out and then like rest for a little bit and then come back? And he's like, no, you know, I'll do it. And then New York being dramatic. I feel like they ended up together because she loved the opportunity to like act, you know, like to reenact all the stuff she'd seen in rom-coms. And like romantic yeah. movies because she's like, oh, you know, like I see you putting in your like effort. Like I, I see you tango, you know, like she gets to do all this acting. This. Uh, I, I feel like this was good writing. Um, yeah. There was some amazing writing in this episode <laughs> um, and, and amazing production moves. Um and his shoulder being one of them. Oh, yeah. The camera didn't follow them because they didn't go do anything because there was nothing wrong. Right. Um, And the fact that, like, when he would rip that damn uh, sling off, it was like, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> no, why did you, right? You're doing a whole lot of flexing for your shoulder to be fucked up, my buddy. Yeah. That's why I keep And what were you planning on doing? What were you planning on doing? Like, what, what was the goal? <laughs> And he, like, we didn't even, I'm telling you, once we didn't find out what it was, I was like, oh, so you're just old and you pulled something. Like, and I say that as somebody, you know, who's like 30. <laughs> it's like, sometimes that's what happens. <laughs> like, 
Sometimes you would just pull shit. Sometimes I stand yeah. up and it's like, ooh, what the hell was that? And and the worst part is it's all downhill from here. Like yep. it's not gonna get any better. So um ultimately he does not make it. Uh but New York appreciates the effort and he claims that the reason why he sucks is because of his slight little handicap. Yeah. A choice of words. Burn my foot. Up next is Rico. He blocks her pretty intensely, right? Oh, he wants oh, yeah. to win. Yeah. Uh, poor baby. Yeah. Oh, he tried so hard. His and shot was he tried so, so hard bad, and got so far, it. but in the end, it doesn't even matter. Well, in this case, it did because he got to the second round. I know. So <laughs> he's motivated to win because there's a date involved, blah, blah, blah. Up next is Mr. Boston. <laughs> Terrible dribbler, but he's clearly <laughs> trying his best. He d- like, and I will give him a for effort, um, just because like this whole season he really did his best and and he played as smartly as he could. Yeah, he that's just right. He knew he wasn't going to, but he tried his hardest. He actually right. Uh, she does go to lay it up, and he blocks her. Yep, that was pretty impressive. Only person they showed. It does block. take a long shot, but misses by a mile. So that momentum was not still going. <laughs> Uh, and New York says that Boston played damn well for a geek. I cackled. I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she loves reminding us that he's a fucking nerd as if we can't yes. like see and hear him. Like you're not the only one who knows he exists. So yeah. on to the second round. It is white boy versus Rico. I noticed that 12 pack and chance are cheering for Rico talking about how he hasn't won a date. Like I don't know, I feel like yeah. I wasn't. I was kind of confused about where alliances lay lie throughout the course of the episode. Well, it could be because yeah, White Boy's already won something. That's true. <laughs> I guess they don't. I, that's true. I guess they don't want him to get one up. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how to describe the playing, but basically White Boy does super well and gets back to back back shots yes including a behind the back dribble to make the third one the way it looks is like it i seems like they get every other like because rico starts and he missed but there was nothing that made it so white boy would have to get the check and then but that he sure it, i thought that was awesome it was just kind of like oop missed white boy's ball and he literally just takes it and shoots it like i'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna dribble he does it back to back. It's awesome. That's where he hit the three. He's like, yeah. all right, I'll take it. Mm. But his last one was great. He did it behind the back. That's dribble to I was, get to the I layup. Know I said that. So, it's incredible. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, so the bench does not look thrilled with this win, and he's he is presented with a second trophy, mind you, because mm. I think he also got one for the mangent. Did he? I'm. He got something. He got a crown. Oh, he got a crown and a sash for the mansion. But either way, he gets like props. Like he keeps. They keep giving him props. He gets a date with New York, and she's the real trophy. Yeah. <laughs> so back at the house, real and twelve pack are moping in the kitchen. Um, apparently have not showered because they're still in their jerseys disgusting disgusting they clearly didn't break much of a sweat that's true they were not playing for long enough but still you're outside it's la it's (laughs) exactly in the elements yeah right just like change right 
That smog break you out. Right? Right? Ew. Uh, Did you also notice, by the way, that they were like, because while they're talking about like, oh, basically the scene is like, oh, we need to do something to like get New York's attention and like show her that we're taking this serious. While they're talking, there is a whole watermelon sitting in front of real. I did not notice that. I'm just all of a sudden I'm looking and I'm like, is that a fucking watermelon? This is pre-Obama. You couldn't do shit like that. It's against the, it's against the law. <laughs> I can't. Every time they're in the kitchen, though, I just think about all the classic moments of New York in the kitchen on Flavor of Love. That um, and... Live with it, hottie. <laughs> I am. I am. The knife. When she had... um, Who the fuck was it? When she had uh, Laylene, uh I don't remember Smiley. Her. Smiley, yeah. When she had her in the kitchen, like she was like, "Warm this up." No, I don't want that. I want this. <laughs> Did you? It, like, she That's was, right. Was that she was trying to. She was. She was uh, eating her feelings when somebody was moaning in the room with him. Right. I think so. And she was just making Smiley cook stuff and warm food. It's like, no, I don't want it out of there. Put it in that <laughs> and warm this up. I don't remember and that. Was it, that a bonus clip? It might have been. I'll send it to I'll you. Have to, I have to go back. I feel like we had. I was like, we don't need to do the bonus episodes. And then, like, lo and behold, the bonus episodes are apparently fucking hilarious. So who knew? Huh. My frame of reference for Kitchen Island stuff is just that that's always where Cynthia's sitting on Real Housewives of Atlanta when she's in her house. Yeah. No matter who, office. like, instead of sitting in, like, a living room like a normal person, it's when her mom or her sister or her daughter or her ex husband or her fiance or whoever's around, like, everybody's all her conversations revolve around the kitchen island i don't know because she ain't with them all in her house but her family like her her daughter we can talk in the kitchen you ain't gonna step on my living room floor (laughs) that's true and take your shoes off on the hardwood listen so side note did you hear that her daughter moved in with her fiance because like because the husband is mike hill he's a espn person or something Mm mm-hmm and mm. that's Cynthia Bailey from Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's her fiance. And now her daughter's living with him. And I don't know why that wow. like, is like weird for me. Huh. Oh. I don't know. It's just, I mean, I guess there's technically nothing wrong with it, right? I don't know. It just like rubs me the wrong way. Anyway, so <laughs> so Tango uh, knocks on New York's door and she's in this long black satin robe. And he lets her know that he's headed to the hospital. Again, he's saying, I don't want to leave the competition. But let's be real. I, I got to go to the hospital. What a, a stunt queen. Like, stop it. it a stunt queen, it, yes. It could be if he needs, like, surgery, though, then he has to leave. He doesn't need surgery. Well, we obviously know that, but he's got to sell it. He doesn't fucking need surgery. And he even told New York that he cried. Uh, the bar is Which... in Hades. <laughs> Cannot stress this enough. So, right. So and But I think it's interesting that they leave that in, though, just based on... 12 packs talking head later on about what New York apparently wants or does not want. Um, And like, of course, because everything with them has to be a scene out of a movie. New York's like, Oh, what shoulder is it? And then like gives him a hug and a kiss goodbye. And like, she even like puts, she does like the face cup kiss, which I thought was like, wow, that's pretty intense. Like Mm -hmm. that's when you know it's real. So he said, he he says drama of it. Oh, darling. Oh my God. So over the top. So he tells her that he wants her to have fun on the date, but not too much fun. (laughs) 
And New York says, Tango won me over quite a bit because uh, he's able to show pain. Pain. He even admitted to me that he cried. And on his way out the door of the house, he's saying that he needs a date with her. On to the, the dramatic, the, the, so the production, dramatic. I cannot stand the it. The writing. Oh my gosh. That that is wild. Like to think that there's a good chance there are actual fucking writers. I don't know why I don't think of it like that, but there are. There have to be, especially for this. <laughs> this whole episode is just absurd. Right. It, the lines may not be written, but the scenes are set. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly like, what it is. They set it up very for planned. And all right. So what I need you to do is go talk to her about you. You having to go and I, I need you to really sell it. Yeah. I need you to really to really make the audience feel like, you know, you're really scared and all that stuff. Yeah. And and. New York, I just need you to really feel that and receive. But again, writing and this episode was just a pen was pushed. I think that they were excited for the opportunity to be acting, the two of them. Like yeah. they were just like they had, there were two people in a scene, like scene class that had chemistry, you know? I don't know. It just feel like honestly, though, more chemistry. Like, cause, I mean, any opportunity I got to talk about Bo Hader, but we love Barry. And it's like, honestly, like more convincing chemistry than. Barry and what's her name on the show? I don't remember. Who cares? Sally, right? Is no. It Sally. What's her name? What's up? Barry on HBO. It? It's very funny. Uh, it, it doesn't this. matter. Either way. <laughs> uh, so back to the date that is about to occur. White boy is waiting at the bottom of the stairs in what yes, I like to call it. his John B. Finest. Mike, do you have any idea? Come who- on, don't listen. <laughs> I only know Johnny B. Good. No. Don't listen to what people, people say. say. They don't know about. Oh my god, I love that song. Don't get me started. <laughs> that is exactly what he looked like, though. He's got like, like this. He's got jeans on and like a brown and blue striped shirt and like a tan leather jacket. New York is actually kind of matching a little bit. She's in this. Yeah, she looked cute. No, this was a very cute outfit. So it was a black and tan striped mini dress, but it had this matching scarf. But like, remember, uh, ladies of the two thousands, when like those super thin, super long scarves were a thing. It's one of those. So that was a trip down memory lane. They head to a restaurant called Empress. I tried to do some Googles on this. I did find an Empress restaurant in L.A. It had a completely different logo and the inside looked different from what we saw. So I don't know if it was the same one. Either way, it was whatever that version was, was closed. So he tells her that he's happy to have time with her uh, now that no one's going to interrupt. And it feels like they've known each other forever. And she's talking about their auras meshing. I do have to... Spill aura. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just try. So I do feel like they have chemistry, the two of them. Yeah. And... He, I love this. She says he gives her butter that he gives her butterflies like the first day of school or some shit. <laughs> Just uh, never change. It. Never ever change. Uh, he's 
he says in a talking head that he's happy to be on the date because he got a chance to clear his mind and not worry about the stuff going on in the house. Obviously, that's a queuing up of what's going on in the house. Yeah. So real is like leaving rose petals on the way up the stairs to the bathtub and like Rico's laughing at him. They're in her room, which I feel like should not be allowed. And they're getting things ready. But if it was written into the episode, I just feel like I'm hoping that she doesn't. Where the fuck they get roses from? Off the random. That's. I'm. Where does he keep getting cigarettes from? Producers. No, that. I mean, that makes more sense. They probably let them like, if they're smokers, they're probably allowed to like buy them. Remember when like people smoked cigarettes? They still do. I know that they still do, (laughs) but like, I feel like I you don't see anybody smoking cigarettes anymore. Like you see people. like vapes and jewels and whatnot. They still be out there in the cold shivering. I'm yep. like, sir. Silly. You gonna catch black lung and pneumonia? <laughs> Simultaneously. Go get, some, go get you some gum. Same, Go get you a patch. It's the, it's the new plague. So, all right, <laughs> truth over here. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, like, leave her. I'm like hoping that's not actually where she stays because, like, leave her room alone. Um, yeah. I'm dying laughing because 12 pack is coloring in some caricature of herself, which himself, which I'm not sure where it came from. I'm just dying that he made it yellow again because it gives me the opportunity to go. His body is yellow from jaundice. Of course. (laughs) I swear to God, I think that might be my favorite sister Patterson line. Jesus. (laughs) It it might be. I have to put some more thought into it, but. More than randomly from jo- screaming out, praise him. I mean, it's just, that's the most fun to say. It's just like yellow from jaundice, of course. Like the absurdity <laughs> of it all. Because it's like, of course. Like, like it's a given. And it's like, under what context would he have j- jaundice? Like, what? <laughs> Why the fuck does he have jaundice? What are you talking about? The mess of it all. Oh, the mess. So, for some reason, Rico is, like, sitting around and watching and, like, not participating. And Real has a whole talking head saying he could have stepped it up if he wanted to. So, Kanye shrug. That is not relevant except for the fact that of how the results end up going tonight of who gets eliminated. So, on the date, back to the date, White Boy has some sauce on his finger and does that little fuckboy move where he, like, pulls it away from her. And then gives her a taste, and it's like a whole thing. It's gross. And uh, it's like sexy, but also disgusting. I don't know how to explain it. She pulls a gift box out from underneath her chair and says she wanted to give him a little something because he did his thing out there on the court. She gives him a Gianto watch, which I had never heard of. So I would assume that this is blatant product placement. <laughs> uh, because those watches range from five hundred and fifty dollars to over ten thousand. Bless it. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Also, she was like, "I don't know if it's your style," and I'm like, "It's a fucking watch. Like, <laughs> an it's an ex- it's, a, it's an expensive one. And like, expensive wearing, watches are everybody's style." And these what Chanel sunglasses? Not just yeah, her. yeah. No, they are. I'm pretty sure. Are they? Okay, look at you labels well i think because you said it i did say it one of the previous episodes (laughs) but you remembered yes so what what's more impressive the call out of the chanel of remembering something you said (laughs) that is a great question honestly Uh, i'm not sure so he goes to kiss her and before 
New York even launches into her talking head about it. I literally wrote down, wow, he came in hot with the tongue. <laughs> so he like is very aggressively kissing her. I'm like, that looks uncomfortable. And then that leads into a talking head of her being like, he's terrible at kissing. Uh, he, I felt her pain. he gnashes and gnaws at me. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's terrible. And at his big age to still be such a bad kisser. I've run into them. That Um, is upsetting. It's like, why are you trying to eat my face? Like, the purpose of this is not to stuff your mouth with my, my, close your mouth. (laughs) I don't. I mean, because I haven't kissed anybody on the mouth besides Mike since I was 23 years old. So, and at that point, I was still expecting sometimes people were bad kissers. But like, now in your your late 20s, early 30s, that's concerning. I don't understand how that works, but I'm just grateful that it's not a struggle that I'm familiar with. Yes, nice. Um, but it just it ends up sucking when you are good at kissing and somebody is like you're, you're really fucking up my flow now. Right. Like my, now I have to adapt to how bad up because right. you're fucking it up. And right. I don't like bad reviews. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together. Yes. So. Their date pretty much wraps up. It's not really, there's nothing that goes on beyond that. So New York and White Boy walk back in the door to find 12-pack and Real standing there in suits with glasses of wine and... Tuxedos, thank you very much. uh, I don't care. So either way, and bow ties. And they're, either way, super dressed up and waiting for her there. Obviously, White Boy is pissed. I mean, in fairness, like, I don't blame him. Uh, so 12 Pack says they have a surprise for her. So follow the rose petals upstairs. And White Boy's like, I didn't want to fuck up and say anything stupid. So I just got out of the way. That's like, great yeah. story. But Karma's a bitch. I mean, I don't know. Let's see. So 12 Pack tells her to put on a bathing suit and meet them uh, back out in her room. New York is impressed that they stepped up to the plate and what better way to see her looking her best than seeing her in next to nothing because she has the body of a fucking goddess. <laughs> I love it. A line. I just <laughs> Right. She and she I love that she's so unapologetic about it too. I just And I, that's how she was from the very beginning. Like Yeah. Even when she like, like regardless of her weight situation, like she's always been like, Yeah, I look fucking excellent. Your pre-boob job and everything. It's yes. Like, Which we were t- we were speculating see? about that because it was like, what? We we knew that she had a boob job. At this point, I thought he said pre-boob job. No, this is post. Yeah, but even like with in Flavor of Love, uh, when it was pre, she was still like, you couldn't tell her shit. Right. In her little black, her black netted thing on the balcony smoking her cigarette with her titty shot. With all, all the way out that she wore all the time. Yes. I love that. And she gave what? No fucks because New York was in the motherfucking house. Yes. Oh, God. What a moment. What a look. That would honestly be a great Halloween costume. I mean, if you like she covered your, several. if you like blurred your nips, right? You got like a nipple cover and you, um, yeah. And, you know, like do some minimal makeup and just like, a, a wig with your hair kind of tied back and down and just a cigarette and just being like like you know next year I'm gonna I'm put on like a, a white 
tank top and some blue jeans and some glasses and some black shoes. And wherever I go, I'm going to just sit in the corner like she was sitting on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people do meme costumes. I have this I have this goal to, at some point in my life, have a meme theme party where everybody comes dressed as a meme. We like this idea. I need to do it, but like I feel like most of my friends around here aren't like bold enough or somebody in their relationship <laughs> isn't bold enough to want to do it i just need to gather people together and make it happen so <laughs> just go around blinking a lot <laughs> just right <laughs> like that guy i'm trying to think what i would even be Either that well or- did you see the white girl who did the 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 meme where the girl's like on her knees like staring at something in the distance with the sunglasses on and the white girl did it and it's very clear it's one of those like examples like clearly you don't need blackface because it is very clear who she was trying to be exactly (laughs) it's so much easier than people think happy well we're recording this the day before halloween but this is uh, we're living in a post-halloween world but it's never it's never (laughs) a good idea hope everyone had a good one and I hope everyone had a not racist, problematic one. Yes. Just a lot of delicious yeah. candies. Yes. And you probably watched Hocus Pocus. Unfortunately. I, I still need to. I haven't watched it yet, actually. Ever or this year? Oh, this year. Oh, I was about to be like, okay, so what kind of conversation are we well, about to have? that this month. Yes. Okay, fair um. enough. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was going to say, what kind of stupid fucking question is that? Because your Instagram name, I mean, your Instagram name, your Twitter name right now is a, is a reference. Yes. I thought his name was Zachary until like a couple years uh, ago. I think anyway, everybody did, so back- right? I'm pretty <laughs> sure everybody did, right? What the fuck is a Thackeray? <laughs> his name is Thackeray? Yeah. Yes. Not Zachary. Y'all, See? Come on. We're not making this up. Come on. Why would we make this up? Look at the credits or read the back of the DVD Blu-ray combo pack. <laughs> but who's counting? So... <laughs> <laughs> So uh, New York's really impressed, blah, 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 that they stepped up to the plate. And they have a bath drawn for her. Then, And those caricatures that we saw earlier uh, with the jaundice, of course, are sitting next to the tub. But before that, she kind of lays out on like what looks like a chaise lounge or something. Um, and she asked them to feel her up. Not give her a massage. And boy, did they. Uh, apparently... So uh, they take their jackets off and 12 pack makes a point to say he's trying to impress her with this pointing to his head, not this pointing to his abs. So he pours a glass of unblurred Moet. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Thackeray. No, but do you know? Sorry. (laughs) Do you know who else he voices? I did know at some point. Max. Yes, I did know that. I, wow. Because I, I feel like he was one of those people where it's like, I have a crush on you in so many different forms. He was in a lot of stuff. Spirited Away, Fairly Odd Is parents, this something that Tarzan. I've ever admitted on the podcast before that I have a crush on Max Goof? I it was had your a crush animated on one. Goof. Oh, it might not have been here. I don't know if it was this podcast or if it was my last one, but I think it's worth stating because I know I'm not alone in this. Oddly enough, my animated crush was Lola Bunny. Understandable. Yeah, we all love I Lola. am also attracted to men and had a crush on Lola Bunny, so... <laughs> just like she was everything right and don't call her doll right oh my god <laughs> i think i had a pair of overalls that said that on them big like with lola bunny on them what a time so uh, feminist icon feminist icon lola bunny which i don't which reminds me i wonder if they no they haven't done it on back cast but i think i suggested it so 
they they did do it on my new podcast obsession which is oddly enough related to this episode black men can't jump in hollywood i have not listened to the space jam episode yet but i'm probably going to do that on the way on our next road trip so they uh he pours our glass of unblurred moet right that's how you say it (laughs) i'm not i'm not fancy so she says she's feeling so hot right now which would kind of be like sure i i could see why if she didn't have a pillow between her legs (laughs) and i'm like oh god this is where it's going huh this is where we're going with this and it's where we're going with this (laughs) so real is giving her a foot massage which is literally my nightmare the only person allowed to touch my feet that is not myself are a Somebody doing a pedicure because we are in a clinical professional situation. Listen, a licensed and trained professor. Don't touch. Right. Don't ever touch my feet. Ever. No, it's true. If my foot or Comes like if anywhere she's near on the me. couch and like my hand accidentally touches it, she like freaks. I had shoes on today and I still didn't want your leg anywhere near my leg. <laughs> we do sit close to each other. We don't have like Lucy and Ricky beds. <laughs> So, uh, Reel's giving her a foot massage, and she's moaning, and 12-Pack starts working on her legs. Now, he's, like, rubbing on her thighs and shit, too. Like, it goes from just being her yeah. leg to, like, all over. Her and Reel tells us, I kind of thought this was kind of wholesome, and then it gets, like, not, where he goes, her moaning and groaning like that. Golly. It was cute. It was so cute. <laughs> Get your colon checked. Uh, there was so much blood rushing, and it wasn't in my head. <sighs> Sir. Now, this part, I had to pause and laugh out loud because 12-pack uh, is, like, moving up to, like, rubbing around her stomach and stuff, which, again, another area. Please don't touch that. Uh, and her pelvic area, as she calls it, because she says the pelvic area is one of those pleasure zones. It is and the, I would argue, right, that it is the pleasure zone. Like, isn't that the point? Doesn't it all come yeah, back to that area being aroused, right? It's a certain areas that will send a shiver up and down your spine. I would think that it would be that one, first and foremost, it's, right? It's isolated areas in the pelvic. It's just like it'd be like a little spot over in like in the crevice, right? It's almost as if that's exactly what it was designed to be. Exactly, like almost <laughs> hypothetically. So, oh my God! And New York <laughs> tells us he's rubbing it and getting me all in the mood. And once I'm off, I'm off. I'm off. For some reason, respect. Your Majesty is in the bathroom with them, which kind of reminded me of Anna Nicole's dog, how Anna Nicole's dog used to hump the pillow oh, because it. she's like, oh, I need to learn from me. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh, I miss Anna. Bless it. Oh, Nikki Lynn. So real is for some reason then talking to your majesty and being like stay in your bed and let us do our thing and new york says oh i can't i don't even want to say it what she says she's not gonna come in because she knows mommy's being pleasured okay i cackle i cackle i don't know it's just it's funny it's not like i don't know i don't know like i just i don't know mommy's being pleasured oh i can't believe i just said it again 
<laughs> and I'm not trying to kink shame. I'm not trying to kink shame. I promise. Like I just like, it, it, I just like I don't want to know moist. that about you. That's true. <laughs> Mommy coming out of a not kid's mouth is like a, a jarring thing. It just takes some getting used to. So. Uh, New York tells us in her talking head that she's trained your majesty well enough to, to know that if uh, she's not alone, that the dog should back off and go and go play with her bone or something. <laughs> dog owner of the year, Tiffany Pollard. Uh, Listen, dog train the other side. <laughs> I, I still don't think this was actually her dog. I'm convinced that they borrowed this dog. And surrendered it back to the shelter as they soon as this was over. That dog was casted. No. <laughs> That's true. That probably makes more sense, right? If they brought in a gay best friend slash assistant slash stylist, why wouldn't they hire a professional dog? Pet, yeah. I don't know why that thought didn't occur to me till just now. Thank you. <laughs> so... Tango comes back home and the music gets very intense as if like they're married and he's about to catch her cheating um, because it's cut with scenes of her like moaning and she tells us that she tried to hold it in but she climaxed during the massage. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am happy for her. Totally. Get hers. Literally. Uh, on television. On television. Again, we don't get to see the female orgasm very often. And proper, proper. No, why do you have to keep doing this to me? I thought we were friends. Um, so Tango comes in the. At least I did the editing. That's version. true. That's true. Uh, Tango comes in the room to tell her how things went, and he hears all this moaning. Um, he comes to the door. I love when people say "knock knock" when they're knocking. I don't know. And this is why I said karma's a bitch because the same way they. They uh, stole white boy shine here come tango. Yes, literally. In, in the middle of their shenanigans. <laughs> hey guys. And it all gets, it just gets better. So uh, she's like, how are you? Like, and clearly like afterglow <laughs> realness. And I love that his. He's romantic. Uh, yeah. And he goes, uh, not as good as these cats. So <laughs> it's like, if you only knew. So. Tango's like, oh, I guess I'll like tell you what happened later, like once she's done with these guys. And Real comes in and says, he came up there on some sympathy crap, which like in fairness, he like went to the hospital. Like he should probably keep her somewhat posted on what he's up to and calls it pussyfoot shit. As if he or any of them wouldn't have done the exact. I think that's what bothered me about it. Was like, yeah, Tranko's being oh, dramatic, yeah. but it's like, if any of you had been hurt, you would have done the exact same thing. You wouldn't have waited politely until she was done with the two guys in the room. Like, go f- mm-hmm. fuck yourself. Um, you would have came up there in your sling just like he exactly. did. Exactly. 100%. Looking all injured. Like, yeah. It's a game. And then I'm pretty sure that's what you were contracted to do anyway. So right, I mean you're you're saying you're saying that he's like doing a lot for attention. Meanwhile, you arrange this whole mess, <laughs> right? Like you you did all this and want to try to say somebody else is stealing your shine? Mm, pop I me thought in the kettle. She was about to get that interception, Playboy. Right? Like, did you not think? Did you think this was gonna go unhitched? <laughs> like, it's a competition. This isn't America's Next Top Best Friend. So, <laughs> so New York tells them that they're her faves and her only two faves. 
12 pack says he's there's no way he's not going to win this game, which I was like, oh, that's um, a choice of words, you know, because on this for those who have listened to my past episodes, I think I always think the choice of words in how they talk about winning the competition is always key. And before I had any time to speculate any further, he goes, it would be huge for my modeling resume, my acting resume, you know, all uphill from here. When somebody tells you who they are, believe He unabashed. Unabashedly. (laughs) So New York then tells us that Real gave her such a good pedicure. It was better than any Vietnamese woman she's ever been to. He even did a top coat. He even did a top coat. A top fucking coat. I mean, it is impressive (laughs) that he knew to do that, but... Better than any Vietnamese just, woman. Vietnamese, yes. Thank you for Again. clarifying. <laughs> the television was just yeah, that's a different time. Totally different time. You missed the last week. Fucking uh, Mr. Boston says the R word no less than like five times. I didn't keep count. And more or less. So she's finally ready to get into the bath so we can be free from this filth, florn filth. When Mr. Boston walks in and goes, what is this, a Chippendale show? And I'm like, why are you like this? What did we do to deserve this? Karma, a bitch. Just so uh, like it became like a comedy routine, like a, a like a sketch at some point that like people just kept walking in and new characters kept emerging because the pin was pushed yes right why am i speculating like i have no idea why this (laughs) happened so uh he says he knows she just came from dinner but asks if she wants her midnight snack mr boston then tells the audience that his signature move is cooking her a midnight snack and it's strategic by him because if he does something right before she goes to bed she'll go to bed thinking about him which i'm like that's strategy he says stuff that I'm just like, why are you like this? But also like, damn, that's kind of clever. <laughs> Go heat up your brain quick. Go well, ahead. that's the best Go part. Because I thought that he was like, I don't know, putting things together. <laughs> and fucking real. Well, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. But real calls him out and being like, you're fucking heating shit up in the microwave. <laughs> like, like literally we see him to jump ahead a little bit more. We literally see him dump a fucking Stouffer's tray of mac and cheese out on a plate in front of her face. And she just accepts it. Well, they were making fun of him in the, what you call it, in the bathroom. That's what I just said. No, I know, but they said the microwave thing. You're I, saying, oh, well, he pours it out in front of her face. No, I said, I They're said. like, you're that microwave bullshit. He's like, better than the cheesy-ass Chippendale show you guys do. Well, I know, because I, well, you jumped ahead <laughs> a little bit, because I was saying I jumped ahead a little bit, and then I jumped ahead a little bit more. So, obviously, because everybody in the house is now doing something for New York's attention, Rico can't be left out and just starts digging around in the fridge. <laughs> And he straight up says, if I can't have a date with New York, at least I'm going to give her fruit. I don't. I don't know what to do with that information. Uh, There's a a lot of things you could have done in between. That fell in between. Who knows? 
Oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> so at this point, Mr. Boston is like practically in the tub with her and like laying because it steps up to this jacuzzi tub and like he's like laying along the side kind of and then down the steps and it's just, it's weird. So at this point, he's like, like I said, practically in the tub and he tells her he's going to make mac and cheese with pepper and some chicken on the side maybe like and she's into it and then they cut they have a I guess technically it's a talking head but he doesn't say anything it's just a series of facial tics (laughs) I'm just I'm kind of curious if it's like a condition well that and a little bit of what we see later makes me wonder if it's like some kind of neurological thing I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, Real calls him out about the fact that the food he's talking about is microwaved. And at least it's not uh, cheesy Chippendale shit. 12-pack then. That was a good comeback. It was. Yeah, it was. was. And he's got a valid point. So, 12-pack then calls out that the water in the bathtub is getting increased. Is decreasing. I was going to say increasingly lower, which doesn't make any fucking sense. I know what you mean. If you would have said increasing low, I would have. Yeah, you would have been right there with me. So um, he said uh, the water in the bath is lowering. And that's when Mr. Boston tells us, the audience, in a talking head, he's like, yeah, because I was laying on the thing to drain it. And I'm like, you sneaky son of a bitch. You're here to play the game. Holy shit. I told you, he, he came through. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, because if I drain the tub, then the guys will have no reason to be there, and I can just spend my time with her. <laughs> and so, obviously, they're ripping him to shreds because they hate him. And he goes, oh, you guys must be threatened if you're throwing out insults at me while I'm just trying to get some precious moments with New York. <laughs> <laughs> he's smart. Some precious moments, he said. And I, because I, the whole thing is, I'm watching this and I'm going, I'd be pissed because there's nothing worse than like getting out of a bath and just being super cold right away because you don't have a towel handy. So I'm like, oh, she's probably really uncomfortable right now. And she goes, um, New York tells us that she's pissed that he let the water out, but he let, uh, she was going to let it go because he's bringing her food, <laughs> which, same. That's some shit I would do. So as she's, you know, finishing up in the tub, uh, Rico brings her (laughs) the saddest plate of fruit. And to his credit, I mean, he tried his best to arrange it, given the limited resources. Bless his heart. With his barely edible arrangement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, New York, in her talking head, uh, no holds barred goes, it's embarrassing that he brought me fruit, she says. Embarrassing that he brought me fruit. And if I wanted some, I would have just had Mr. Boston make some for me. Yes. This, oh, this whole talking cat is my feminism. A, a hearty cat. Right. And uh, the deepest part of my soul. <laughs> It's embarrassing, she said. Not just like, I didn't want it. She's like, he should be embarrassed that he even thought to do this. He should be ashamed of himself. 
Ah, oh, Hermione. What a reaction. So she also says that it's not even just that he brought fruit that makes it bad. It's that the fruit was gross and gnats got <laughs> to it, which I kind of did appreciate that this is her third GN word in the course of an episode. Because she was saying uh, gnawing and uh, gnawing and gnashing about the awkward kiss with white boy and now says gnats. Mm. I don't know. Just a weird, <laughs> just a weird little thing. Coincidence. So... As 12-Pack and Real are finishing up, uh, she's standing there saying uh, she wants the food for Mr. Boston. So, let's see. Oh, so then 12-Pack is, uh, calls the guys out in a talking head for being scared uh, and clearly trying to break the date up because they look desperate. But they look desperate, sorry. New York comes down to the kitchen and asks Mr. Boston if her food is done. And he's literally, like, just serving her shit out of a fucking Mrs. Stouffer's tray and she's mm. thrilled about it. He also tells us that sh- she introduced him to ranch which he calls one hell of a good dressing. <laughs> okay. Like I mean I'm not I'm far from the biggest fan of ranch. I'm more of a blue cheese hive myself. I hate both. Same. I'm all the vinegar or a nice balsamic. Oh, true. I mean, yeah. I just mean purely like for for dip purposes, though. I mean, I'm not putting either of them on my salad, but like a dip <laughs> for a dip purpose, I'll take a blue cheese over a ranch. Uh, she New York then goes into a talking head about telling us about how she loves ranch. Uh, she says it's white, it's creamy, it tastes great, and Mr. Boston he he knows this. <laughs> so. While she's sitting with him and he's eating, uh, she tells him that she likes ranch dressing, but she likes him even more. It's a bold <laughs> statement. Oh, how sweet. I know. I mean, it's like, I love you more than ranch. Should be. Should have been. I love New York merch. <laughs> it's, it, oh, another ball dropped. I, they really, I mean, this was a different time. I feel like e-commerce wasn't necessarily where it was at, where it's at currently. Hopefully they like bring this back. Hopefully like once a 15 year anniversary comes around. Well, yeah, no, we're almost there. Once a 15 year anniversary comes around, maybe, you know, they'll invest in some of this merch. And if I see that as a fucking tote bag, I'm suing the shit out of you, VH1. Uh, This then leads into our iconic line of the week. This one, because this one just really fucking cracked me up. We didn't have a ton to work with this week, but I really enjoyed this one. And New York says, I'm really feeling the fuck out of this nerd. I think we can make love on a stack of textbooks. (laughs) That's funny. I thought it was so sweet. She's really just trying to make this happen. And I feel like they do. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. So do you guys feel like she's genuinely interested in him? Because I kind of sometimes get vibes like she is. Like she appreciates that he's so bold. I think yes. Um, I think it's exaggerated, but I think yes. I don't know, Mike. Do you have an opinion? I don't think it's genuine. At all? Not really. Do you think, I feel like it's more for the well, TV. Well, you're like and cynical just, like that, though. Sometimes. Do you think that she really? Do you think that she's genuine? She genuinely has a connection with any of them. The way she looks at him, maybe Tango. Yeah. And when she goes in about the white boy kissing. 
Yeah. That's where I kind of be like, like, it does seem like when he's talking to her and he's all, like, cool and smooth, like, there's times where she's like, damn, like, I'm feeling this vibe right now. Yeah. You and know then what's the kissing happened and she's just kind of like, all right, let's go. It's crazy to me that, like, if you were to take, if you were to show people pictures of white boy and Mr. Boston on the street and be like, which one of these two people do you think is the worst kisser you've ever seen? Pepsi challenge style? I feel like people would look at Mr. Boston and be like, oh, that fucking weirdo. Like, and lo and behold, white boy, for as smooth as he can talk, terrible kisser. Damn shame. She says uh, she loves being pampered like this, and he tells her that for as long as he's here, he'll make her a midnight snack every night. Which I was like, at first I was like, oh, that's sweet. And then I'm like, so you're bribing her with food? Like, she can't get her own midnight snack? Everyone Mm. likes food prepared for them. Listen, if you give me my favorite stuff every night, not at 12, that's too late. Yeah. Around 9.30. Right, like he says, around 10. How about we switch it to 10 (laughs) o'clock? 9.45 at the latest. Lights got to be up. (laughs) (laughs) So she says goodnight to all the guys, and she says they're all stumbling back. As they're all stumbling back into her room, like, you know, she's, like, reflecting on the day, I guess, and says that uh, it's such a turn on that they're all so jealous. She's in her room with, for some reason, with 12-pack real and chance, and she sees something flying. Uh, Obviously, chance snaps into action, fucking legend hunter he is, and tells her there's a prying mantis up in this motherfucker. Yeah. He, he then says, I wish I could. Ain't they, con- what? Ain't they from like the country down south? No, they're from uh, like outside of L.A. Really? Yeah. They're everywhere. Stallion names. I don't know why I thought they was like. I can see country. why you might. Is I don't it, know. Isn't it illegal to kill one? I don't even think it's a prank. Oh, no. Actually, I forgot. It, it did look like one. But I don't think he killed it. We don't see. At least it's video evidence then if you do so chance is like i wish i could do a good chance impression because it reading his lines doesn't have the same comedic effect as it does like when you're hearing him say them so he comes to holler at her holler at her and there's a 12 foot bug in this motherfucker excuse me a 12 inch bug (laughs) he then (laughs) picks it up between his fingers and it is not 12 inches that's what somebody says so (laughs) like obviously he's doing the most uh yelling and kicking and screaming but does end up catching it uh he goes to bring it outside and gives her a kiss and reminds her that i guarantee you mr boston can't do this shit (laughs) just like i agree with that touche great point any way to throw boston under literally he's so anti-boston which same (laughs) but (laughs) sorry boston (laughs) listeners if you're out there on to the next day, they have a whole outdoor table set up. We're, we're made to believe that there are bees everywhere. Granted, they added some buzzing audio in. You see it. Yeah, that's true. After a while, you do start to see them. Although, for some reason, I was under the impression it was breakfast. It apparently is like brunch lunch because they're talking about salad and fish and several of them have beers. Although, I would think that they wouldn't drink in front of Sister Patterson that early. Yes. So 
New York asks Rico, who's on the buffet that they have set up, if she can bring him some ranch for her salad and don't be shy. She's really like big ranch is up in her ear. Obsessed. Surprised she doesn't have a tattoo. (laughs) It should just be ranch across her titty, not princess. (laughs) So um, as they all sit down, 12-Pack says, it feels like they're all one big family. And White Boy goes, but we're not. <laughs> no, Sister Patterson. No, I'm pretty sure it was White Boy. That's weird that we can't tell the no, difference. No, 12-Pack, he says, we, this feels like one big family. And Sister Patterson just goes, no, we're not. I thought it was White Boy. This no. Is weird. I think it was Sister Patterson. It was Patterson, Sister Patterson because right? yeah. I started laughing my ass off. I, was like, I mean, it was still funny sense. regardless of who said it. That's so weird. I don't also know how checked. I heard. And then she wants someone to lead in prayer. And we don't yeah. actually get a prayer <laughs> or find out. I know. I would have liked to see who it. Who did it? I would like to see who would have stepped up or who did step up. But she goes, but it once. probably wouldn't have been good enough. That's true. So she tells, uh, she says, somebody lead us in prayer. And then once that's out of the way, they're going to really get down to business because she says they've been acting like a bunch of Girl Scouts. <laughs> Just w- wish we can get some thin. I, I thought this was so cute. That Listen. I'm a peanut butter patty girl myself. I don't but any of them, really. <laughs> What's the. Um, Samoas shit. are delicious. Yes, the Samoas. Give me some frozen Samoas and we can talk. What are those mm. peanut butter ones? The peanut butter patties. What are the chocolate peanut butter? Well, there's the there's the peanut butter sandwich cookies, and then there's the chocolate covered peanut butter, which is a peanut butter patty. What is the other one called? The I don't remember. The sandwich. Dosey Dose. I Yes. No, wait. Are the Dosey Dose the ones I like? Yeah. Those are the ones we always get. I don't remember. I need a Girl Scout. By the way, listeners, if any of you know of a Girl Scout, I will happily support the cause now that I don't have to diet for anything. Aren't they in, uh, (laughs) whatchamacallit, though? Don't they only sell in, like, specific times? No, but, I mean, I... You can go online. I know I could, but I'd rather support a Girl Scout in particular. So, if if you're out there, send me me your sheet. I'll I'll definitely order a box. So, (laughs) Or several, right? So and whoever flipping them on Amazon, as long as you're doing it through Prime. <laughs> no, I would never. Well, I mean, I guess all the money, right? I mean, I want to support what the Girl Scouts stand for. So, <laughs> so Mr. Boston uh, volunteers. He goes, my personal feeling is that each day I look forward to the midnight hour. And Sister Patterson goes, what midnight hour? I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> she's not here. Like, I'm surprised that she's so being so mean to him, given she, I thought she liked him so much. So. She don't like nobody. Right. That's, well, no, she loves real. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Boston explains the midnight snack situation to Sister Patterson. And Sister Patterson's like, uh, the fuck you are. Uh, <laughs> in Sister Patterson terms. Uh, the fuck you are because, you know, she's going to get fat. If you keep feeding her at midnight, he then tries to bargain for 10 p.m. and everybody starts laughing even harder. <laughs> it was and, funny how he said and it. New York, like she sounds like a little kid here when she does this talking head. And she's like, I can eat all I want. And then like eating a taco, I think it looked like a taco. And um, she's like, I can eat all I want and still be a great woman. She goes, if I want to eat at night, I'll eat at night. And if I so choose. And so it's none of my mom's business, and she finishes what she's eating very sloppily. I just thought she like literally sounded like an actual child here. 
Then Sister Patterson asks if this has been every night, and Mr. Boston says at least it's the last three, and then kind of turns to the guys and was like, okay, so, like, why aren't the rest of you seeing that he's taking this time and, you know, doing that kind of thing yourself? And Tango starts to say something about how it bothers him, and Sister Patterson goes, like Rico? Okay. Like, Rico well, ain't damn. so suave. Apparently not. So Rico says something. I feel like, oh, no wonder he left because all his talking heads are not even his talking heads. Like anytime we hear him speak, it's fucking boring. So except for that time where he called her the little black girl. But yes. Yes. Go ahead. (laughs) No, I just said poor. Oh, uh, yes. He's flourishing now, though. I we were just looking at his Instagram and stuff before he's he aged really well. He looks really good. Like good for him. So he says that his perspective is that. Uh, when I see her with another guy, it does bother me. Congrats for that groundbreaking content. And New York is basically kind of saying the same thing in her talking head where she's like, uh, like, I'm not seeing that from you, though. So, like, I like this line where she's like, you snooze, you lose. And he's been sleeping on me. Mm-hmm. Well, another T-shirt. I, right? Yeah. Straight to the point. I would buy all of these as stickers and buttons and shit. Uh, Listen, hoodie. <laughs> So, I like all of the merch. I just want, I love New York merch. So bad. Everything. Uh, Bonnie. Right. Yes. That would be great. Could you imagine like (laughs) Tiffany quotes like on a satin little bonnet? Yeah, like right right there on the front. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was thinking about various lines like in a print around. But like. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm open to any iteration of this. So, yes. So Tango and Rico try to defend themselves, but Sister Patterson is very distracted by a bee. Uh, so then Sister Patterson goes, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but someone at this table has come into this house and came into this house and has totally fallen in love with Miss New York. The pen was pushed. Oh, my gosh. The drama. So she then goes, uh, you know, like, I'm not going to call you out, but like, answer, I'm waiting. And and then she goes, like, is there? I might be wrong, but I know that I'm right, which was her same energy towards a miscarriage. Thank you, Huey, for bringing that to our attention. She's evil. (laughs) Not a nice lady. Onyx was right. Yeah. No, he was. I do. He did clock her, so I appreciate that. Tango is, for some reason, convinced that she's referring to him. She's saying that he's she's looking at him out of the corner of her eye. He goes to confess, and then a bee starts bothering New York, and she ends up getting stung. <laughs> so then now that she's actually, like, New York has actually been stung, uh, Sister Patterson offers to move the whole thing inside, and Real goes, maybe the wasp had a good idea because things were starting to get heated outside. <laughs> Yikes. Um. So then Sister Patterson says, uh, I'm having a good time with you all, but don't take this, don't take my smiles for being weak or too lovey-dovey and quishy-quishy. And because I'm not that way. Tango raises his hand and is like, I want to talk to New York in private. And it's it's really hard to get a solemn moment in the house full of guys. So he has to go through some odd measures. White boy looking 
fully exasperated is like over every time we have a group meeting you always want to have a private conversation what is that about (laughs) and then they just start going back and forth it's fucking boring this fight it's so whack yet the dramatics of people getting up and walking out and then sister patterson the look on her face as she watches I just love that at some point she's like, you can do all the yelling at each other you want, but there's going to be no physical fighting. Yes. Yeah, this is when, so like, (laughs) they start beefing and like Tango takes a sling off, which I feel like is counterintuitive. (laughs) And New York uh, heads upstairs because she's sick of the drama, which I'm like, don't you say two or three episodes later I was bored, so I started drama for lunch? Mm Mm-hmm. Like the script said, Tiffany exits in tears. Yes, exactly. And it doesn't stop there. No, no, it does. Oh my god, it only gets more unnecessarily dramatic. <laughs> Talk about what did you say? The high school kids in the rehearsal? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely an acting class. Like a little. This, this, oh, this. Scene. Yeah, no, coming <laughs> up. So. I love this. Sister Patterson was like, yes, I was waiting for this. Like, I was waiting for things to get real because I ain't about no kumbaya up in here. And uh, this is where I wrote down, this is peak Tokyo Tony behavior. Like, I was waiting for her. Like, when this is the Sister Patterson, like, saved version of I'm ready to get the fuck ASAP. <laughs> ASAP. So rock it. Um, dang. <laughs> Tango says, for the first time in a long time, good old Tan Man was ready to whip some ass. How old are you, sir? Clearly young enough. So, I mean, no, but I felt like that was such like an old person saying. How old was he? I don't know. I really don't know how old any of these guys are. Except we know Mr. Boston is 26. Or 25 turning 26. Oh, it's so weird watching this and being older than It is very bizarre. For sure. Like, all of them. (laughs) I mean, except for Flav, of course. But, like, in terms of the ladies on Flavor of Love, yeah. Well, you you and... You were the same age that Delicious was, right? She was, like, 27, 28? Yeah, I'm 28. Yeah. So, right. So, at least, like, they're... She's your peer. Everybody else is younger. So, that's... And from our perspective, everybody's babies. So... (laughs) Except for right, me. that was father. Oh, gross! And father to an eighth child, um, <laughs> a whole infant in 2019. Ooh. I don't get it. And he looks even he looks grosser than ever, more like a California raisin than ever. I wonder if he has one of those like book bag thingies you carry babies in, but like it's a clock. <laughs> That would be cute. That would be a good for the baby, probably. But no, cute. I would picture like the clock would be on the like a like an like a carrier, like yeah, like a carrier. Yes, <laughs> like a backpack. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> I know. Just further evidence, we are not having children anytime soon. <laughs> uh, so Tango takes his ass outside, and there's playing this dramatic piano music. He's staring at a crushed Red Bull can over by some bushes, and lo and behold, who strolls out onto the balcony? A Miss New York herself. <laughs> this is another outfit that I was like very jealous of. Uh, it was one of those baby doll cami tops that I did not have the shape for. My again, my waist is too high and too narrow, 
So it just it was never a good look on me, but she looks spectacular. Uh, this is such a dumb conversation, but unfortunately so relevant to the episode. She's playing with her hair. I feel like that's so much of what we could say about most of this series. So uh, she's playing with her hair and she's like, you said you had to talk to me. And so he goes into the, from the balcony. from the balcony and he's like apologizing for making her upset and blah, blah, blah. And New York is like, I'm trying not to feel all romantic and shit, but I couldn't help feeling like Romeo and Juliet. And it's like because you got because you're literally on a fucking balcony over it. Because this is what you went over at the table. Read. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not a table. Read. <laughs> So New York says, this is, this was like, this, you're right. This was so scripted. She's like, you allow others to keep well, you well, away it from me. That way. I, but this is like, this is absurdly scripted though, because she's like, <laughs> you allow others to keep you away from me. And I don't know how to take that. It seems like you're stepping back, but at the same time, it feels like you're feeling me. And you've known him for how long? Since? This is oh my god! When she well, we'll get there. So, so anyway, so he's saying like I don't deserve much, but the one thing I do deserve is an opportunity to make things right. <laughs> Cliche. And Tyler Perry could not. Oh, Tyler Perry is quaking. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes found like hiding in her panic room. <laughs> so he uh, he goes on to be like oh you deserve happiness and let me be the one to give that to you i'm exhausted uh so then she's obviously welling up with tears and she's like i'm not crying and she like dabs tears away and then she goes in this whole thing and he, well first he goes you can't look at me and tell me you don't care about me and then she's like i'm crying because like I don't want to get hurt again. Flav screwed me over twice, and I don't know if it's time to let somebody fully in. Phrasing. Yet you're doing this fucking. Shit. I right. Yeah, yes. Yet, like that, like cracked me up. Like we're not just following you around, you know, like paparazzi style. You signed up for a whole series about this. I don't know if it's time to let somebody in immediately after. Anyway, so. They cut to the guys inside, not before like showing white boy, white boy silhouette more or less in the window. And 12 pack is like, I can't believe he's pulling this Romeo and Juliet shit. What's he going to do next? Kill himself. <laughs> that was funny. That wasn't funny, but it it's was. right. Oh, it's like hilarious. it's problematic, but it's it's still kind of funny. He meant it more so as the Romeo and Juliet story. Oh, I don't know why I didn't make that but connection. But Juliet killed herself. Romeo didn't. Yes, kill he did. He fakes his death, and then she goes and she drinks the poison, thinking he's dead. I thought it was the. Or it's the other way around. No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah. Because but way, Maria he, survives yeah, West Side Story. He goes for that to kill reason. himself to do it as like the expression of love. Wait, how does oh, it? How does Tony Fuck die Claire in West Side Story? Oh no! They poisoned her, and he thought she was dead. He thought she was dead. She woke up. No, so he. He, this is fucking still paying off student loans on this English degree, everybody. Uh, he, so she pretends to be dead. She drinks the stuff that makes it, her that fall asleep. seems like she's dead. Yes. Then he right. 
Seppakus so, himself. He's so devastated. He's like, I'm going to drink poison. I'm going to kill myself. So and he drinks it all. No, he stabs she himself. She wakes up as he drinks it and goes like, oh, my God. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I remember Leo's face when she wakes up. But, uh. And then she stabs herself. She, oh, well, yeah. in the movie, I believe she shoots herself, but same thing. We're talking about the actual version oh, of it. Yeah, and I'm talking about Leo. Oh, my God. Which reminds me, I haven't watched that movie in so long. It's so good. What a soundtrack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come on, Desiree. Oh, and that fucking arrangement of When Doves Cry? Oh, God. Like, un- unmatched. I have to watch it soon, though. And then Beyonce's version of Still in Love, they got removed from the album because of copyright issues. What? Well,. I think it was more so contract violations. Huh. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, the B-Day uh, Deluxe Edition. Originally, Beyonce has a cover um, of that song, and it was on the original pressings of the Deluxe Edition of B-Day. But I think um, it was something that they weren't supposed to do. I think the agreement was she could do it, but she couldn't change any of the words or something like that. And in Beyonce but fashion, she... Literally made it her own thing. I mean, it was mostly the same, but, you know, some things were a little bit different. Um, And she added a bridge. No. I think she added another bridge. I'm not sure. But um, because of that, then it was the, there was like pull it. So it got taken off and replaced with the song. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Look at that. Boys love Beyonce. You got to go on, like, Amazon and find, like, an old pressing of it. Ooh. Or just download the song. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to check out YouTube. <laughs> uh, so then this one I thought was really interesting. So especially after New York making the point earlier of, like, oh, Tango, let me know that he cried. Like, and they're clearly having this moment. And it's clearly fucking working. And 12-pack in his tw- talking head goes, it's so sad to see someone pouring their heart out when New York doesn't want that. No girl wants that. And then follows it up, which I'm like, that? I agree to disagree. Uh, And he follows it up because that wasn't misogynistic enough on its own and says, no girl needs another girl around crying all the time. I am not confident he knows lesbians exist outside of porn. (laughs) Like, isn't that right like hello so anyway so now i'm back on tango side a tiny bit just because of the these statements because this is the opposition so you know obviously the rest of the guys are kind of watching from the window chance calls it some pootie type shit which then just leads into a very <laughs> yes. quick clip of pootie screeching i know i don't know i wonder what he's up to oh and i forgot to mention that uh, guest from episode three, Kira, was telling us that there is a great Pootie interview on some shitty blog spot from 2007. And he's claiming that, like, he never was interested in New York, that Hoops was more his type, which it's like, that's colorism's fun, isn't it? I d- but then he says a bunch of other shit. I'll try to put some of the clips up somewhere on some of the socials, but it's it's worth reading. I guess he's such a weirdo back to New York and tango. He says he's a good man who's going to get a good girl, but he's not going to hide his feelings. New York in a talking head says, I thought it was a little disturbing that he would fall so deeply. So early. It's a little too early for that. Um, (laughs) of all of the people 
on this planet who shouldn't be not who don't have the right to say oh it's too early to be expressing feelings like this it's not the woman who told Flavor Flav that she loved him after four episodes I'm just saying it's not the same one that she's crying on the balcony talking about how she's so hurt that she doesn't know if she wants to give her heart again and all the girl so what do you what what is this right like what is the truth so what is the truth? See, it was a plot hole. They should have had me in that right. <laughs> Do your own version of this. I Fan- I'm I'm here in to assist you in any way that I can. So finally, New York is crying a little bit and tells Tango that she'll see him at elimination tonight and then walks back into the room dramatically. Yes, darling. So end of X. <laughs> So we do not get any deliberation this week, which I thought was very interesting. And we kind of just get right into elimination. Sister Patterson comes in in an empire waist dress, but does that thing where the line uh, that is clearly supposed to be at your wherever your waist falls or at least under your boobs is across your boobs. You just as somebody of the tribe of large boob havers. You just need to accept that some things are not for us. Like, that's just part of the territory. So just don't bother. Tango says he's worried even though he knows his heart is in the right place. And Chance says it's tough because he hasn't had any one-on-one time with her yet. Which I still, like, in theory, if she wasn't so attracted to him, he wouldn't have been here this long. I don't see the appeal of him at all. But, like... I do. I feel like Chance really was a genuine one. I feel like there was some degree of of genuineness for everybody, but well, I was the I think, most. I think Chance and Tango was the most like. I think White Boy too. Solid good. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think White Boy too, and I think that she definitely had purely physical chemistry off the charts with Twelve Pack. Yeah, yeah. Like they definitely just wanted to bang each other. Like it was the feeling was mutual. Yeah. I also think that it is easy to look at it like being more genuine when our only other frame of reference is women trying to women in their 20s trying to pr- like show interest in flavor flavor, you know, like, again, another instance where the bar is absolutely in hell. Like the fact that they have the potential to be attracted to her makes it more plausible on purely on its own. New York comes down in this gorgeous, I mean, I hate the color, but the dress itself is beautiful. Like, it's this plunging neck, like, satin little number, and it's, her boobs look good, but it's clear that they're fake just because of some of the pulling that's occurring. Like, it kind of looks like the dress is pressing on a bag of something, but her titties are out and proud. New York says no matter what happens tonight, they'll always be her lucky number seven. Sure. It was cute. I mean, she's going to have seven more guys in probably a year, if that. <laughs> she didn't know. How dare you? I know. She probably did think that she this was, was going to be it. Love. Like, this was actually going to be the man who she married. Uh, I'm pretty sure she did. But then again, she thought Flavor Flav was the guy she was going to marry. So, you know, she her did. judgment, not the soundest. It doesn't mean she has to be right. Right. Just because she thought. <laughs> right. <I> just, 
<laughs> that is, I feel like, true of most people. So uh, the first person to get a chain is real. Uh, New York says that she's really, really feeling him. And Sister Patterson goes into this whole thing where she's like, he's cute. He's my fave. I want to stroke his hair. And she's like giggling like a schoolgirl. Oh, she was getting wet. Yeah, no, she was. Listen, she was probably like, if this doesn't work out between you and my daughter, like, how do you feel about older women? Here's my number. Listen, hold them down, baby. Let mom have. Oh my gosh! Right, exactly. That's. I mean, which I feel like would have been the plot of like Hoops, Hoops' dating show with her mom, but thankfully we never got that. The next chain goes to a very special guy who's letting her in up here. It's not all about this anymore. And instead of tapping her abs like she did last, like he did, she's like gyrating and shaking her imaginary dick, more or less. <laughs> Making her dicks wiggling like Tokyo Tony said. Uh, I do have to say, though, 12 Pack, I feel like he always has really good flirty answers when she asks, like, if he has love for her. Oh, like, yeah. and he's, I'm like, as much as I'm like, ugh, gross, that Guido thing is like a lot, I'm still kind of like, I don't know, he's, he's kind of sexy when he answers these questions. It's, it's like he, a little bit of light negging. Good gift again. Yes. <laughs> yes. The way to put it. New York in her talking head, which is very interesting given his talking head earlier, well, several talking heads. He has a great heart, he's a hard worker, and he's very, very sensitive. To know, mm, bitch, where? To Mr. Boston. Where? And he helps and with like, weights. Bitch, where? Uh, and Pete. I mean, that was true. He did help Mr. Boston, but I guess I don't know. That's probably still an ego thing in some way. So, it so is. she tells us it's there are four chains and five bodies. Yes, equality. Uh, white boy gets <laughs> one next. Then she. I don't know why we got so many of her chains bodies this time around because she then goes three chains four bodies like are you keeping count did you not know uh then mr boston has a talking head voiceover but what he says isn't really important it's just worth noting that like so it's some of it is a talking head and some of it is a voiceover in the elimination ceremony during the elimination ceremony he is picking his nose it was gross. I kind of wonder, though, based on the facial tics, if it's like a weird tick thing. Like if it's like a. Do we have Tourette's? I mean, I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. So. <laughs> well, apparently he's got boogers. Yeah. So then Chance is up next. Two chains, three bodies. Another Mr. Boston nose picking voiceover, which I was going to leave out until he said. If I'm eliminated tonight, I'll be kind of relieved because that'll mean I'm no longer in the house with a bunch of thugs. Yeah. Yeah. Loaded. Loaded terms. Very. Um, Very. I was I was honestly waiting for for him to. I mean, I I feel like at the time you're everybody was waiting for him to slip up and say a slur. But I mean, a racial (laughs) slur. He said other slurs. I mean, as opposed to last week when he was like, even if she was as dark as you, Sister Patterson, she'd still be dateable. Nothing will ever beat that. Microaggressions. The micro. Is it even a microaggression at that point? I don't even. (laughs) At that point. (laughs) So he says, uh, you know, he 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 hopes he's not eliminated tonight because he and New York will always wonder if they would have had that connection. He then gets a chain next. 
uh, Tango tells us that it's the first time he's honestly kind of genuinely worried that he might be going home. New York Mm -hmm. says uh, that it's not easy, you know, with her final two, which are Tango and Rico, uh, because she's connected with both of these dudes and has love for both of them. And it's not easy for her. And she's crying and blah, blah, blah. So then she tells Rico that this chain is not for him, but does invite him up for a hug. She says in a talking head that she needed to let him go because of this competition. Uh, He's a young boy and wasn't stepping it up enough. He does give New York and Sister Patterson solid hugs. Uh, He wishes all the guys good luck. And I'm like, wow, he's being such a good sport. Like, this is such an uncomfortable situation. He's being such a good sport. Until he goes into his talking head and starts launching into, like, oh, like, she tells me she loves me and all that crap. Like, oh, she missed out on a good guy. Did she? Apparently. Too bad. (laughs) (laughs) So, New York invites Tango up. Oh, and by the way, Mike noticed, side note, that... Their faces, like there's little tiny pictures of their faces on the back of the chain, in case she forgets who to give it to. Faces, it's like their upper <laughs> body. It's either that or it's the producers where she grabs the chain. And she's like, "This next, this next person looks at the picture and then says some shit." I wonder if they're like for them, you know, like they're sized accordingly so they don't look all wonky or whatever. Oh, that's a good chance. I don't know. Mm. So. Tango in his talking head says, I want to win this. If I if I want to win this, I have to step. Oh, no, wait. No, first. Uh, she tells Tango that she needs him to be able to flex on her whether they're alone or not. He says he can do that and that he hasn't really been giving her the attention she deserves. This is a wake-up call. And then, like, half turns to the rest of the room and goes, and his competitors, sh- and my competitors should consider this a wake-up call as well. Yeah, while he keep flexing and, and rubbing right? and, and like, rotate his little shoulder. Right, like fucking absolute stunt queen. So <laughs> uh, he says, if I want to win this, I'm going to have to step, step it up and do a lot of things I don't think I necessarily would have to do. The gloves are off and the brass knuckles are on. Then Sister Patterson <laughs> tells them, because, you know, she leaves and they have to. I feel like this is such a weird, like, old lady move where they have to, like, say goodnight to her like that. And she goes, uh, <laughs> she tells them to buck up. And th- this is such a, like, an old lady thing, such an old mom thing to say, too, that she goes, this is not a romper room. <laughs> so show me what you got. <laughs> Tokyo Tony realness. I swear to God. Love the yelling. ASAP. ASAP. The last thing I thought this was kind of shady is that Tango in his talking head says a few things occurred. A good man went home, but a good thing about him going home is now I'm free to be an asshole to anybody I needed to be an asshole to. Oh. The last. His only friend. I, the fuck, that, that'll, I don't actually know. I, uh. I want to I wanna check who's still friends. I, I know that 12 pack and heat are still friendly. I think that somebody, maybe it was Tango, liked some post that Onyx put up. I don't remember. Either way, uh, the final scene is, the bonus scene on Tubi is a clip where New York is getting into the bathtub, but her bathing suit top got coincidentally got undone. And, you know, Real is like, oh, you're so hot, your clothes can't even stay on you. And New York <laughs> is like, oh, like, you almost saw my boob to 12-pack. And he's like, I've watched the Discovery Channel. I've seen plenty of boobs. He did see your boob. Well, either way. 
I see like I've seen plenty of boobs and she's like so are you saying I'm like the ones on the you know on Nat Geo or whatever <laughs> like in National Geographic and he's like no like if you were on National Geographic they'd have to turn it into the Spice Channel which I'm like what a callback he did a pretty damn good job covering his ass for somebody who's perpetually he said drunk it smooth exactly he's used to saying dumb things as a drunk guy I guess yeah he's it just works for that's him. true he probably he seems like the kind of guy who's had to cover his ass a lot mm-hmm. oh, yeah. ever since that discussion about like oh I have a girlfriend at home like I'm like you're just used to just fucking gaslighting people it's fine and yeah so basically he says she's got nice boobs and that's huh? that on that Whew. quite the episode yeah an interesting love one it. I just love seeing men like straight men be messy <laughs> you know just in the name of equality we are, I mean not we Jesus oh my god <laughs> you were like ew <laughs> <laughs> because they are I know. Well, straight men don't get enough credit for being messy, but they are. Not enough at all. But it's usually because it ends up becoming violent, and it does. It doesn't stay catty and messy. <laughs> yeah, that's People true. I mean, apparently slings are coming off. So, <laughs> Huey, do you agree? That showed the hill up real quick. He he went Wolverine on us. <laughs> Good. Now, do you agree that Rico was the right choice to go? Um. Yeah. Because out of the rest, like Chance and Real, they they do well as a duo and as individuals. The 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 chemistry with Tango and the the dramatics of it all. Um, Mr. Boston, we need the 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 outlier, the the underdog. He has a place. Um. To a fact, the sex siren, um, <laughs> and white boy just he serves a purpose. Um, he's like the being the ghetto white yeah, boy. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess he's also kind of like OC. he's like the. I don't know how to explain him, but there's like a he fits into some kind of like kind of artsy. I don't know, not even artsy. I don't know how to describe he, him. His lane hasn't merged in yet. Yes. He does serve a purpose. I don't know. I had a crush on him back then, so I'm not in any position Understandable. to judge. Understandable. Yeah, I feel like it's it's very clear that Rico gets kicked off because there's no real storyline for him. Mm. Yeah. And now it's just... He can't buck up. He can't buck up. <laughs> ASAP. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, another one in the books. Oh man, history was written. Oh. Her story was written. Literally. Excited for the last six. I know. I forget. I have. I think I have an idea of the order, but I'm not positive. I know the final four, and know the order from there. Nice. But how some how the next two go is a little iffy. Fuzzy, yeah. yeah. Same. I mean, or like which order they go in? Because I remember, I remember very distinctly why Twelve Pack goes home. So I don't remember yeah. anything nice. And well, it has to do with feathers. So, oh god, yeah, <laughs> that's what pops up. That ends up our local gay bar. Fun fact. Wow. Yep. Oh my 
my goodness. Huey, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. On a work night, me. school night. It's so greatly appreciated. Everyone busy, yeah. Taking it's, the time. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. I appreciate it. We adore you. Tell you. <laughs> tell the people about what you're up to, where they can find you, all that jazz. Um, I am on the Twitter and Instagram still, at Baby Huey. That's B-A-E-B-Y-H-U-E-Y. Uh, still doing my House of Hughes podcast and Grow Bro podcast. Um, I'm in school. I'm learning media production things. Uh, and I'm, I'm working. Just stay posted on the social yes. medias and I'll keep you posted on what I'm doing. Booked and busy. And when I'm doing, when things drop and, and I, I, I shoot out links, you know, just click. Yes. <laughs> Always click the links. <laughs> Just click it. You know, there ain't no point. Few cuss words. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you're already listening to this and following at least me on Twitter, shit, I literally don't know. Well, I can turn it off. I haven't slept up in front of at work yet. So that's that's good. <laughs> uh, so you can follow our show on Facebook at Rewind. Oh, my God. I literally don't ever on know Facebook how to do this. On Facebook at Rewind the Love Podcast. Rewind you can find Podcast. us on Twitter and Instagram at Rewind Love Pod. You can find Sonia on Twitter. I know at, my own Twitter handle. I hope. Sonia Marie says. <laughs> you can find me at Mr. Feeney 519. Uh, Huey, I only got one question for you. Do you have love for New York? You know I got love for New York. Yes. There we go. Love it. And I don't have love for McDonald's. Oh, Oh, don't you dare. Do not start this up again. That is how you end an episode. Oh, fuck. Ambushed. Now, if only there were five guys left, because that would have been hilarious (sighs) and perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah. That was awesome. Well, everyone, <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks so much for listening. Yes, thank Great you for review, joining subscribe, us. Tell friends who don't suck. Five stars, five stars, five yes. stars. We'll catch you here next time on Rewind the Lyric. Bye.